0: Um, all right, last time we finished up the Mithril Hall. Uh, through diplomacy, you were able to sway uh, the Forge Master into uh, reigniting the forge and actually sticking around to help with the creation of powerful weapons. Uh, specifically weapons made from Mithril, but also other magical um, weapons can be made there thanks to the acquisition of Pythor's hammer, which was actually just sort of hanging out doing nothing um so that has been added to the mix uh and then vulcan who may or may not be the god of craft uh is headed over there and is also going to be assisting with that uh they had big plans and big dreams uh, they began uh In earnest to try and get the forge back up and running as quickly as possible and train your dwarven allies uh, In the ways of smithing uh, with the equipment located in the mithril forge Uh, during that time You uh, spent several weeks in Astoria uh, Resting leveling up and learning new skills and abilities So we're going to cover some of the stuff that happened uh, during the downtime one would argue that you can't die during a during a downtime flashback, but that's not true. Uh, so you know, just keep that in mind. Um, all right, so I guess we'll just go ahead and jump into this. Uh, let's handle. Let's handle. Hmm, There's a lot to cover here. I'm gonna handle this one first because uh, this one's uh, this one's pretty pretty intense. So. I will drag you guys over to uh, the palace here we go (laughs) all right so at the palace of Astoria which we now have an actual map for so if anybody decides they want to try to like smoke uh, Vulcan or Pythor, or something like that. uh, That's a possibility now. Uh, All right. So let's see. If. uh, Drag one of these guys out. There we go. So if you would have been here for this particular part of the downtime, which is to say a fun family meal where you get an update on the status of uh, the Mithril Forge, uh, go ahead and drag your miniature down. uh, else, I will assume that you're off doing
1: something else. Is this shortly after we returned with the forge ready, or is this um, a couple weeks in? Uh, this is
0: about two weeks into the. Uh, no, I'd say about a week into the downtime. Yes, yeah, about a week into the downtime.
1: I think Astraeus would be gone by then. Okay.
0: All right, so just Phil? Nobody else there? Having dinner with the family by yourself?
2: Talos would probably be still in the Glade.
0: Okay. Fair enough. All right. Phil would've invited
3: to... everyone to the <laughs> meal with
0: his map. Oh. If you have time. Okay. Is it a- anybody? Anybody at all? I mean, no.
2: Well, I guess we could take a day trip. Alright. Uh,
0: yeah. Trying to find some chill music for a palace scene, but uh, also, I rearranged all my monitors so my head's like swiveling all over the place trying to remember which monitor I'm supposed to look at. Uh, let's see. We'll clear this. Put in some of this. All right, it's not too bad. Uh, okay. So, uh, okay, Anastasia's there. Nice, nice. Um, flip the threes, yep. So, about a week into this, uh, um, there is a word from your father that uh, Vulcan, the dwarf wink uh, that you befriended, that is taking care of getting the Mithril Forge back up and running to full uh, strength, uh, is coming to dinner. Uh, he would very much like you and your sister to be there and uh, you guys could bring any of your any of your friends so all right uh, let's see One. Two. all right yeah we'll, we'll assume like some other people were uh Invited? Maybe by invite your sister. She's a lot more social. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: There we go. Oh, I thought maybe she just had like you know, septuplets of handmaidens or something.
4: Oh yeah, no.
0: Oh yeah, there he is. Okay.
5: <laughs>
2: God.
0: God, <I> <laughs> uh All right, so. As you guys are all sitting down and enjoying a meal, um, it is a delicious fare of uh, salads, uh, fresh meats, uh, play, uh, plates with uh, cheeses and dried breads uh, to dip in, like olive oil arrangements that have all sorts of like exotic spices and seasonings in them. Um, there's a whole course of just eating like uh, essentially pastries. Um, so it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Uh, Phil, it's... Uh, I see you're sitting next to um, uh, the princess. Uh, that's cool. Uh, it is... Uh, it is awkward. Uh, it not. I, I guess it's as awkward as Chiros, Piglet of Legend, having his own seat at the table, um, which is a thing now. Um, He's become uh, kind of the favored of, uh, of Pythor. So... As... Uh, dinner is had all of these kind of influential um friends of honora they're there and they're they're listening they want to hear the stories of your guys adventures so far and things like that um vulcan he uh watches everyone with uh with you know uh, an astute eye and a smile hidden beneath his beard um seems like he's in pretty good spirits but um every now and then, he kind of looks over at Philippocles, and then he kind of looks over at um, Pythor, and he just kind of shakes his head in, like, disappointment. Not so much at Phil, but at after looking at Phil and then looking at um, Pythor, he kind of shakes his head uh, in in a way that only a father can look at a son that they are disappointed in. So, um, yeah. As uh, dinner kind of comes to a close. Uh, Pythor is just kind of like, oh, second desserts! Yeah, we need second desserts out here! Um, But Vulcan uh, is like, "Mm, actually, uh, why don't, uh, Nora, why don't you take uh, your friends out into the gardens? Uh, uh, I have to speak with the, uh, you know, uh, I have to speak with the chosen... Uh, and all that so um you know it shows stuff stuff that uh i can't be saying you know in front of uh civilians and he sort of flashes a smile through his beard and all the people assembled and uh they seem a little chuffed at this uh but anora An- gets his meaning and she begins to lead everybody out uh you see kylo ren walk by uh philippocles and uh he walks up to Anora and says uh would you take my my arm my lady and uh and she does she does and they walk out arm in arm uh followed by all these other nobles there we go all right uh, uh really yeah guys during the downtime uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vulcan, uh, he kind of watches them go, and when he's sure that they are a safe distance out of earshot, he says, uh, Alright, Philippocles. Hey. I've been trying to think of a way to let you down easy that wouldn't make you angry at your pops, but, uh, well, I don't know oh jeez uh and pythor says uh oh dad come on what, what's the big deal you were working on uh you were working on that that weapon we've been planning for years right the the one that i i quested for all the amazing uh materials and all that uh hold on hold on and he like reaches into his uh toga he starts kind of fishing around for something there's uh a lot of stuff going on inside that toga and he's like, oh, uh, where is it? Uh, hold on. I had a, I had a backup copy. Did you lose the plans I gave you? Is that what's happening, Dad? Here, look. Here, see, it's right here. Yeah. Right? I mean, how hard is that to make, Dad? Come on. This is your thing. You make stuff, right? That's awesome. Right? Okay, so, I you know, I designed this, uh, I... I'm never gonna use it. It's this is for this is for Phil. This is for my boy. So uh you
2: know, uh, get the lead out or whatever. Uh what is what, it gonna be ready?
0: Yeah. Vulcan just kinda looks at him and he says, uh Uh yes, well, you see uh the amount of enchantments that you're trying to put onto this thing, uh, I can't just be re smelting some already used adamantine i need the divine adamantine ingots you know those the ones that you quote unquote quested for eh that you took from the imperians themselves and their secret vault those ingots and you see pythor get real quiet and he kind of like a shadow falls over his face and then Vulcan says you uh you wouldn't happen to know what happened to all of our divine adamantine ingots would you son and Pythor kind of swallows real hard you could f- see these kind of grip in the table the marble starting to kind of crack this is uh this is a new table smaller than the one he threw the other day Uh and broke but uh it's, it's still you know sizable um Pythor kind of looks over at you phil and you see all the color kind of drained from his face uh and he says uh well uh, you know boy you uh you, you do have those nice sandals i gave you and i mean we could we could make you you know a great sword out of mithril or a, a big hammer <laughs> And Vulcan smashes his fist down to the table, and you see Spittle fly from his beard, and he says uh, I want to know where the fucking divine adamantine ingots went! And you see uh, Pythor kind of slowly turning his chair, and he says uh, well you know, uh, Dad you know how me and uh, me and Hexia we kind of had a thing and it it didn't work out. She kind of took it, took it when she left. She took a lot of stuff when she left. And you see Vulcan's eyes just kind of go wide and he just kind of shakes his head and he says, is there nothing? That that woman can't just take from you. You just let her take from you. Over and over and over again. And you see that he looks completely admonished. Like he is just so ashamed and so embarrassed. And you could tell right away that this is why he kind of waited for the room to be empty. Uh, and he just kind of slumps a bit in his in his chair and Vulcan he looks over and he says uh, hey I'm sorry to be the one bringing you this news Philip please but until I get them divine ingots back from the foul beast Hexia that would be the same one that has your mom uh, I can't be making no uh, He takes the piece of paper and brandishes it a rado oh, lordly might or whatever but, like your father said, I could certainly get you a better weapon. You're going to need it if you're heading to Telemark. So, uh, that's
3: that. Well, Phil you... feels like um, he was promised a BMW for his sweet 16, <laughs> but his father instead bought it for his mistress. So he's just kind gonna... of...
0: Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not too far. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that.
3: Ugh. Um, well, I'll I'll get those ingots back. I plan on recovering Mom, anyways. I'll just take whatever you can get me. Gr-
0: All right, uh, Vulcan grunts, and uh, he just kind of uh, grabs a hold of uh pythor's shoulder and gives it a hard squeeze you hear kind of the crack of uh of bone a little bit and pythor kind of winces uh and almost kind of like snaps like at like with his teeth that's um at vulcan and vulcan just kind of gives him a look uh like don't you fucking do that and pythor angrily kind of stands up and says uh <clears throat> Well, boy, uh, I'm sorry. I can't wait till you're done with these trials. You can go clean up all your old man's fucking mistakes. Uh, and he just kind of storms out.
3: We were having such a nice meal
0: uh he's a good boy he's just he's too capricious he, his heart is too big and stupid hexia done him all manner of wrong but he can't bring himself to do anything about it all right i will If you do, you'll be freeing your father from a prison he's been in for a very long time. I fear, however, he's about to go dive into his favorite prison rather than own up to the feelings he's having. I'm pretty good at fixing things, but I can't seem to fix my own kids.
3: Yeah, they're pretty messed up from what I found out.
0: Uh, well, you know, uh, my wife and I—we tried a real hands-off approach, you know, real liberal. You know, let the kids kind of do what they want. You know, as long as you're doing it at the house, hey, it's okay. And uh, I mean, you know, one out of three, one out of three ain't bad, except for that one uh, married—a complete sack of shit. So I guess, I guess it's three for three. And he just kind of like puts his face down solemnly. Uh, raising kids is hard. You know, it's not hard, though. Forging Mithril. Uh, may, might as well head back now. There's no reason to stay. Uh, alright. Well, oh. oh. He goes and he... goes to give you a hug. Do you accept the hug? Yeah. Alright, yeah. He pulls you in. Gives you Hard pats on the back. Uh... Uh... Dallas... Always a pleasure, Anastasia. Uh, I got uh, I got everybody working hard, so we'll have uh, we'll have mithril weapons enchanted and ready to go uh, within two weeks. Give me give me two weeks; we'll have them ready. All right, and so he kind of heads out.
3: Dave. Phil just looks at um, Anna and Talithne He's like It's so great
2: having a family
5: <laughs> so I'll
2: have to take your word for it Yeah Phil it's
0: weird but like You've never heard Anastasia talk about her family You're pretty <laughs> sure they don't exist It's really weird Yeah, She's like one of them uh, Final <laughs> Fantasy characters With the super like uh, Super orphan status like beyond normal orphan, and now Phil
3: uh, feel, feels really bad because uh, he went from like being orphan status, yeah. to getting a, to like just inheriting a family out of nowhere. Oh, we'll find mm. your family.
5: Uh, All right, thanks for, for coming sure. to this
0: meal.
6: No problem.
0: Okay. Uh, so next up, we're gonna check in with uh, Talus at the grove. Or do you need do you need some more time, Talus? Oh no. Okay. All right. We're just jumping all over the place. Time, it's timey wimey time. Everything is just uh, going every every which direction. All right. I guess I'll go ahead and delete all of these. <laughs> Aw I mean you could keep them there like you know an inspirational poster like a little little chimera kitten that's like hang in there kinda of, kinda of thing. Alright. Yeah I'll just delete them. Oh man. Alright. Uh so you guys uh would anybody be here or is this kind of a solemn secret thing for, for Talus and um Karina?
2: Well, anybody who wanted to come as well it wouldn't have excluded okay. anyone from coming is anyone there anyone that is, is like going
0: yeah is there anyone that's like druid curious that would want to attend this
6: I feel like Anna would want to go but I feel like in my downtime I kind of put myself up too thin I don't know uh, okay yeah
0: same
6: all right I definitely want uh, to go though. See.
0: well through the magic of um just being a game you guys technically uh are able to to be there Uh, let's see Ooh, this might be a good one Hmm. just too dramatic Oh yeah, this is too dramatic. Uh, you know what? I'll grab the music from the last time you were in the old woods. That's good music. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Going way back for this one. There we go. So, um, you speak with Hercus uh, about training as a druid and potentially calling in a favor. Uh, You bring Karina with you to um, the Oldwood uh, as sort of a field trip as you continue to train her in the ways of the Amazonian Enclave. Um, So, let's see. Go ahead and drag yourself out to the map uh, if you'd like. Uh, all right um there are all manner of beasts assembled at this uh druids enclave meeting it's hard to know who is a druid and who is an animal uh you see the mighty thylean dire wolf looks like he came right off of a sweatshirt you see the less mighty but no less cool thylean black wolf uh you see a squirrel um you see that there are assembled two uh nymphs um, as well as three of the elder uh druids these were obviously druids who were not interested in reaching level 20 and ending the aging effect that time had on their bodies um or if they did they took their sweet time getting there uh you also see an adorable fox over here because there's not enough foxes to D&D um Absolutely. the most terrifying thing that is present is a creature that the amazonians spoke of only in hushed whispers because the creature is so invasive so cruel so terrifying that many worried if they spoke of it too often it might show up and that is of course uh the geese of the foreign lands of Canada
2: you're yeah. terrifying mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. yeah the inside of their mouth features like six different ridges of razor sharp teeth said that a bite from one of these creatures will bleed till you die much like the serrated glaive of a bearded devil oh north canadonia my bad um uh-huh. yeah so the geese of north canadonia uh so herkus says um So, um, I I really appreciate that you saved me, uh, and I haven't forgotten, so, um, when I received your sendings, uh, you know, it was, uh, there was no arguing, of course I want to help you, of course, Uh, you did so much for me, and I, I, I said, yeah, there's, uh, there's a boon, uh, of the Truits, and I was not lying when I said that, nope uh and uh yeah, like in your correspondence with the armor and stuff and all that, yeah that's, that's definitely something that we could do, you know, uh we could work something out uh oh, uh, anyways, so uh <clears throat> the uh the council of three um they're gonna you're gonna speak with them and tell them your interest uh in their ways and and learning more of the land and and whatnot, and hopefully uh, it, it all goes well so uh good luck uh, i i believe in you and he kind of scurries behind some nearby foliage all right um everyone just sort of waits so and us, then we'll Herkus uh, sort of points to this ledge right here. And like does like a up up gesture.
2: Climb up the ledge there. Now is this in the forest shrine down below? Like has it changed as much down there? Right, like, right uh there?
0: no, this is actually a location in the old wood. Okay. Yeah, yep. yeah, they have not gone to, to reclaim that place. This is this is their own little druid's grove. Okay. All right. Uh, so this old dude was a little crow because he's like, yeah, I spent one wild shape and I get to summon a familiar because druids didn't have enough shit going for him in your face, wizards. Um, and he uh, he kind of eyes you and says, uh, you, you are the tallest triad I've ever seen. Uh, either that or you're the Skinniest and shortest treant. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, step over here. Some of us can't see so well. Oh, sorry. Mm. Ah, what brings you here? Uh, Hercules says that you did a great deed. Uh, you and your allies uh, put down the Mad Dryad, Demetria.
2: Mm. It was a regrettable situation, but...
0: Yes, yes. yeah. anyone pushed uh, too far is bound to snap, eventually. Hmm. Yes. Uh, Yes. yes. So you stand with the Chosen of the Oracle, uh, those who would uh, aid the settlers in their plight uh, as they continue their infestation of the land,
2: well, that's part of why I'm here. Hmm. The more I'm, I of course, not of this land. I am. Oh, the so of the land.
0: then the the songs are true. You uh, are a man who fell from the sky.
2: Yes, that is the most apt description. Hmm. Though I don't think I could even be called a man. I am made of wood and metal, yet do have the soul of a living creature.
0: Mm. Are you like an awakened tree? She also has a familiar, because again, um, just uses one wild shape to get a familiar. It's that easy.
2: I believe we are similar in nature, and that's part of why I have come to try to understand more of myself and what was used to create me. For while I was Hmm. built, I was given the same almost awakening as it seems the trees do. Some of the trees do. (laughs) Hmm. Okay as part of the chosen we are trying to be better than the dragon lords that came before us i think part <clears throat> of this is understanding the land of which we are trying to save to try to make a peace between it not dominate it as the dragon lords of the past seem to
0: As you say these words, you see that the two nymphs that are assembled, um, they kind of nod their heads, um, their eyes both hopeful but distrustful. Well, you say you want to be uh, better than those who came before. They set the bar pretty low. If anything, they just did whatever they could to scrape by. Grabbed on to whatever piece of flotsam passed by in the storm and clung to it for dear life.
2: Then I dare
0: say, anyone should be able to do better than that.
2: I also understand they were acting on some troubled times. We have the benefit of starting from the beginning of the conflict, from a time of peace. We're hoping to use this as a foothold to elevate ourselves and be better prepared.
0: Uh, Well, he speaks well. He speaks very well. Uh, But so have many others. Do you understand that our Order is dedicated to Sacrifice?
2: I do understand, though I'm not sure if I am one to participate in Sacrifice. I am one who tries to... I have come here to try to learn to seek unity live in peace with nature my personal belief is that while I was constructed by man that I can can still seek to have an understanding of nature
0: this uh, smaller old lady kind of pulls the other two in for a druid huddle do you try to eavesdrop on the druid huddle?
2: Um, I can attempt to listen.
0: Mm. Okay. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay. Um, what words you do hear are in druidic, um, the secret language of druids this is one of the only times it has ever come into play ever um, but yeah they're uh, they're having a secret conversation druidic um, while you're there uh, just sort of slightly turning your head a bit so your ear holes picking up more sounds uh, Trina is hanging out with herkus and kind of just scoping the scene uh, the demons made feathered flesh sort of just float around murdering small fish and frogs anything that gets near them uh, they're savages they're just the worst the nymphs uh both sort of just chill and watch um the exchange the druids are having and also your stoic uh stance as you wait to find out their verdict uh finally the huddle breaks, and both uh, the speaking druids nod to the one who has not spoken, and uh, this old man says, um, well, Herakus uh, promised you a great boon, but uh, Herakus is, uh, is a young initiate. He has, uh, he has no power here, and he does not speak for our order in such a way. Uh, he will be lucky if the gods do not see fit to curse him for making such an oath. Uh, but perhaps we could save Hercus from his fate and, uh, help you understand, uh, this great land a bit more at the same time. Why not stay with us and... Learn a bit more of our ways, stranger. And perhaps our teachings will serve to guide you and your allies as you proceed on this great quest the fates have spun for you.
2: I am very grateful for your offer and accept.
0: Hmm. Hercus, uh, come forward. And he sort of timidly approaches. Uh, you will keep an eye on these two. Uh, Any deeds that they do will reflect directly on you. So be mindful, for the full moon approaches. And the Earth needs feeding. And you see Hercus get like real pale, kind of like shrink down into his, his uh, druid cloak a little bit. All right then, uh, let us begin. We'll teach you what it means to live on and with the great goddess, Thileia. All right, and so your training uh, begins. All right. So we'll zoom on back to Astoria where Reset is uh training until her sandals break and then some. Is that that's what it says here, is that correct? Uh yeah, it's mostly okay. mostly just training. Okay. And we've established that even though your sparring partner slash trainer is uh, a fabulous hunk of a region man, uh, older, more experienced, maybe a little wiser, in many ways. Uh, this is a hundred percent just training, professional stuff. No funny business.
4: Uh, well, over the week, uh, actually this morning I sat down and I was, I was going to write down what she did. And then about half an hour later, I looked at what I wrote and it turned into a, f- a fan fiction. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to share it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So maybe
0: and, uh, it's a little bit more than just training. I guess. No. Like. No. It's, no, it's no? Okay. totally,
4: totally just nothing, nothing of that sort. Oh. Okay. It just sounds very,
0: very erotic. Oh. All right. Um. I mean, that how a region do though. That how a region do. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Anybody who watches the training, it's definitely charged Um, these are a people that uh, very much are like a a hybrid of like Spartans and I guess a bit of like Athenians like if they got mashed together um, where they just uh, there is art in violence there's art in um, battle and there's art in um, uh, in sacrifice And there's also prestige in living simply. Um, So, yeah, you guys, uh, you fight with uh, just, you know, normal equipment. Uh, You spar so long that that equipment wears out. Uh, You spar so long that your bodies wear out. Uh, There's an entire day where uh, you just sort of lay there, barely able to move, because every muscle in your body is uh, just destroyed from the the efforts and there is also um, a strange combination of like derisiveness and respect between um the at least from him towards you where he is quick to uh congratulate you on success but also very quick to point out any shortcomings uh anybody who happens to watch uh some of these lessons in these sparring matches would start to have a a greater idea of um, why Reset is the way she is. If this man is representative of the culture that she came from, that is always seeking perfection, uh, and she herself was uh, prophesized at a young age to to be this great and gifted individual, uh, the combination of coming from such a society and then having that thrown on top of it uh, it is a marvel that the pressure has not completely crushed her uh, by now. So I don't know who swings on by uh, the diplomat's of state to uh, kind of check in on her. Uh, but if you do, uh, each day is pretty much the same. Just rigorous trainings that it, at times seem more like beatings um, or, or just outright torture. Um, it is absolutely intense. So, anybody swing by or?
6: Yeah, and I would definitely have checked in on her.
0: Okay, uh, what would Anna's reaction be to the way this this guy goes about training and just like the the shell basically that is left to re- reset during this training? That she's almost seems to have been emptied out of of like uh, anything besides a drive to to train and uh, spar and fight and practice.
6: Probably a lot of confusion at first because she definitely wouldn't be used to this. I mean she's probably heard of Aresia, but probably not met many Aresians. Um, yeah. It's like an entire society
0: of like type A people. <laughs> yeah.
6: But they're like they're, if, they had had, be- if they
0: had if they had invented three ring binders, like everyone would just be keeping like three ring binders of like everything like that's that's where they're at all the kids are in like the stem program like it's it's that kind of situation
6: yeah i feel like maybe anastasia is probably maybe be spying on some of the matches and every time reset gets a good hit and she goes yeah yeah okay but, and then i don't know what else besides that
4: uh
0: reset yeah, would you accept okay. any visitors during this time or no
4: She wouldn't mind anyone watching, but she wouldn't be interacting with them really. Okay. Uh, She might say, like, hi, hi, but Mm -hmm. then she'd immediately go back to sparring. Okay. Um,
0: The worst part of the downtime for you and the sparring is not overcoming the incredible sense of uh, obligation you feel to your homeland, to your family, to yourself, to destiny. The worst part are these horrible fucking sandals. Um, they're so bad. Uh, they are. You're, yeah, your feet just are bleeding all the time. Uh, one of the pairs still had like a hobnail in it. It, it cut your foot up real bad. Um, when you go to speak with uh, Dimas and Eliana about it, uh, how do you how do you uh, how do you bring up the shoe situation, or do you just sort of endure?
4: Well, I think after the third, fourth pair that mm-hmm. I come back in, like, four days, four pairs in four days, I start mentioning, like, uh, would you be able to th- perhaps try to make them a little more durable? They seem to be breaking apart during my training. Uh, all right.
0: Uh, so the, the two brothers kind of look at each other, and then, um, Diamis kind of speaks up, and he's like, uh, uh... Well, you see, uh, you uh, you might be using them uh, a bit more uh, than we planned for them to be used.
4: Uh, and he kind of gives a nervous smile. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't that be great for the brand then? You know, the, the Reset sandals are more durable than others because they're meant to be used more okay they look around nervously because
0: they don't want anybody to hear uh, that you don't like the shoes that are named after you That uh they've been selling like bu- you know uh buckets of because you know you endorse them and uh Diamond says uh well uh, he hero of the chosen yeah. you understand that uh, you- you've done a great thing for me uh, and my brother, and given us a greater purpose. Uh, you have uh, you set us late in life on a path that we always wished uh, we could have followed. Uh, but... Um, uh, I, I don't think that we are very good at making sandals or shoes. Diamonds... But now we have all these orders, uh, and your name is on them, Uh, people, uh, they they are back ordered. Uh, We don't have enough uh, time in the day uh, to make all of the reset sandals. Uh, And then to have you come and point out to us uh, that they cannot endure uh, prolonged combat. Uh, Some of the people that are buying them, they are soldiers and hoplites. Do you you see uh, the the predicaments that we find ourselves in?
4: Dymas, I did not come here to tell you that your sandals are bad. I came to buy another pair. But I want you to be better. Why do you think I've gone through so many pairs? Because I've been using them every day. Trying to get better. Because that's what I have to do. And I now you could up. you could be like this and cry about how you can't work oh, you know, his you face can't flushes with work anger. with that workload. Or you could do better. Each pair that you make, you learn something new, and the next pair becomes a little stronger, a little more durable. This is the perfect time for you to get better. That's the way I see it. That's why I'm doing this every day so I can get better
0: his face flushes with anger uh, and shame and uh, he kind of lowers his eyes and uh, you know his mouth a thin line he, he says uh, I, I understand uh, we will make you a new pair of sandals today and uh, uh, right right, this minute. Uh, we will close up the shop, and we will make you a new pair of sandals uh, right now. Um, and they do. And they do. And those sandals... Uh, ...are alright. <laughs> They're like the best Payless sandals that you could have gotten. They last like an extra hour? Yeah, it's still it's still pretty bad. Uh these guys are definitely going to need it's some a help. little improvement. Now, you recall before she died, uh Kyra said that she was going to get uh gnomes to just make all the shoes, but apparently that's not happening cuz she died. So Now, now the shoe deal is in danger of going belly up uh, with your name attached to it. These two old dudes that thought they could be cobblers
4: I mean I don't know I don't know what to do well Dymus how much money have you made so far?
0: oh uh, we have made a great deal of money and because your manager Kyra uh, died so horribly uh, may the gods keep her and love her uh, and may she stay out of Lutheria's kingdom and he kind of pours out uh, a little bit from his flask uh, when, he, when he brings her up. Uh, so we do have uh, money. We thought about uh, maybe hiring people, but we are embarrassed that if we hire people, they will see that we do not know what we are doing.
4: Perhaps then you do not need to hire anyone, but rather find someone to teach you to work uh-huh. under oh do you think that would be shameful we are both very old but you're both still learning all right the two there's brothers there's no kind of shame look attached at each other. to wanting yeah. to get better
0: hmm. well, that is what we will do uh, i don't suppose uh, great chosen one you have any um knowledge of where we could find a great cobbler to train us.
4: Well, um... Do I know if dwarves tend to be <laughs> cobblers? Or is it well, just gnomes? No, according to dwarves, they are the best at
0: all crafts. Um, according to stories, uh gnomes are the best cobblers.
4: Mm, mm. Uh would I have heard, can I make a check to see if I've heard of any gnomes in the in the city? <laughs> or if Kyra uh, mentioned the name of any of those gnomes? Uh, yeah, yeah, you could do that. Uh, go
0: nice. ahead and give me an give me a history check. Okay, okay. Um, there is a village of halflings, like a, like a community of halflings outside of Astoria. That's the closest
4: concentration of small folk that you know of. Okay. Well, halflings aren't gnomes. She's not they racist, not. so mm-hmm. so she will she will uh, mention the dwarves then. Okay. Uh, perhaps they're not gnomes, but they are quite knowledgeable in blacksmithing and the creation of things. Perhaps some of their skills can be translated into your work. All right. They will try to find a
0: dwarven cobbler to train them. We'll see how that goes. Alright. So, uh, you return to your training. Uh, and yeah, let's jump on over to the Temple of the Dragon Lords to check in on Astraus, uh, Astraeus, I know that you secretly have a surname. How, how do we pronounce your secret surname? Rade. Rade,
1: Okay got it
0: like the dude that was in psych or, or is he rode
1: i don't know what that is um oh, okay. rode was the uh first officer on andromeda mm. in the mm. commonwealth days
0: okay gotcha all right so uh you head back to the temple of the dragon lords um you have uh, grown out your hair during uh your time with the chosen, uh as indicated by your new miniature. And uh gotten a you know, a bit a bit more beat up. Uh you feel like in the care of um the Oracle, she may have, you know, um babied you a little bit, you know? like baby fresh kind of situation um and now oh, that you like moisturizers oh and... yeah, yeah, yeah yeah she had you on like a daily yeah. skin routine and like she was always like obsessed with cutting your hair uh i'm gonna put out versus business she's one of those ladies that likes to pop back pimples you know what i'm saying so like she's always she's always harassing you yeah like she had like a whole kit for it it was it was horrible if Instagram I mean, like, was a thing, she would have totally like been videoing like the pimple popping for her for her feed
1: I mean I, I love her, but I mean if there was one thing one thing that I could be like, no no, no no, we change this it, it would be that mm fair fair that that nasty <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: all right, so back at the temple um, yeah. Let's see. What were you trying to uh, cover here? You wanted to kind of follow up uh, a bit more on your history. You wanted to talk to this guy about your dreams. Like, you wanted to just confront him about your theory. Like, what is the plan here?
1: Well, my plan was that over the the first few days, he would be wanting to learn anything he can about this Astraeus who led the Dragon Lords. Um, Not necessarily alluding to any thoughts I had or suspicions, just getting as much information from Aesop as a kid. And uh, once he feels like he really doesn't have anything else he can tell me, I intend to go get the answers from the one person I think has them. Okay. Um,
0: As you are asking uh, Aesop these things, Aesop begins to... Especially as your hair kind of grows back out and you start to really resemble uh, the statue that is present. Uh, and the more he talks to you and the more um, he teaches you about the history of the Dragon Lords, he himself uh, starts to like kind of become a bit suspicious. Uh, he contacts fellow historians and tracks down something um, that he is... Nervous, but also eager to show you. Uh, and so you've kind of um, arrived at that point where he's like, uh, So, I um, I took it upon myself to um, see if I could track down some of the personal effects of your namesake. And, um, well, it cost me... <laughs> uh a few favors and perhaps a small fortune um but i i have acquired this um and he kind of uh you know pulls like uh, a cloth away from a small painting uh the painting is of a woman she has a uh, platinum blonde hair and steely gray eyes Uh, Seeing this, you feel all of the air just kind of empty out of your body. You know this person. um, You know this person really, really, really well. But you have no idea who this person is.
1: I want to know who this person is.
0: Uh, well um this this is uh Selene uh R- Rade um she was the uh I, I believe I'm pronouncing that right uh she was the uh the wife of of your namesake uh, this this would be your ancestor um if if you truly do share the lineage
1: um This, this woman, she is human? Uh, it's yeah, it's said that she she is, yeah.
0: So she does I, not live. I I would not think so. When she heard of the 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 passing, uh, the betrayal of Astraus, um uh, she was devastated and um, she, uh, she took up the fight uh, alongside Xander. She, uh, she, she died in, in battle.
1: Well, at least that's what his historical accounts say. Something is not right, though. What you speak of happened centuries ago but I swear to you as I look upon this visage I know this woman I don't know how but this is not a stranger's face to me you uh, spent a lot of
0: time with Versi the Oracle Uh, at least that is what the songs say Uh, and you know Aesop kind of blushes a little bit Um, I I don't go in for that sort of thing, but um, it is said that a a nymph of her power um, can, and he kind of looks around, feed on memories. You seem very confused about a great many things. Have you thought perhaps to just ask?
1: Trace is going to like look completely taken aback and stunned as if this concept has never occurred <laughs> to him.
0: Yeah. He and... pats himself on the back. That's why he's there. That's why he's there. <laughs> not, not that uh, loser Kyra. Yep. <laughs> so, got herself killed. Aesop didn't. Aesop best MPC. So he high fives himself.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, uh, at that point, Astraeus is gonna, like, just, his mind is uh, rattled by everything, like, the ramifications of what he's just heard, what he's seen, and the fact that he can't help but feel as though there must be a reason why he never thought to ask before. Like, he's just realizing now, like, he he can't remember who his parents are, he doesn't remember his own childhood, and yet he never thought to ask Mercy any of that. About how he even met her in the first place he just accepted that that his existence in his life was with her and so he's he's going to gather his gear and ask Aesop to inform the Chosen that I, I need to see the Oracle and I will be back as soon as I can
0: oh, Alright I, I can do
1: that and short of running into anybody on the way out who has downtime space to go on such a journey uh, he's gonna set off immediately
0: anybody want to accompany him or you're gonna let him go off of his own oh, well I'm preoccupied
2: so
0: Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, everybody kind of taking care of their own biz. All
1: right. Uh, If that is the case, uh, real quick. I don't know what impact this would have or if it's a possibility. Um, Mm -hmm. Had Hypatia been present at the session today, I would have suggested that she could come along.
0: Uh, True. I I did speak with uh, Hypatia's player. Um, Hypatia is uh, essentially doing a postgraduate work program um, during the downtime uh, to try and cover the abhorrent cost of being a wizard, uh, which there was a long, long diatribe about the unfairness of, uh, wizards having to pay for everything and sorcerers getting it for free, uh, and warlocks having sugar daddies and the, the whole deal. Um, yeah. Uh, she's also taken up a part time job working with uh, Parthala, the um, mage who, uh, the centaur mage who runs the uh, Third Wish, uh, doing scroll scribing and uh, basically um, indexing and all that jazz. It's one of those times where like everybody's on like summer vacation, but your friend is in, like a real bad spot financially and she had to take like three jobs. So.
1: I see. I see. Yeah. um the only other thing that i would take care of whether i don't know whether this would be a before or after is uh uh just shopping <laughs> at Parthons
0: oh. oh yeah 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 i mean all that the the prices are 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 all listed and everything for stuff so if you have the money um you could definitely purchase from the from the list that's the that's the sweet benefit of a um magic item broker
1: beauty okay right. i'll just i'll have that behind the scenes here. But yes, Astraeus is going to set off on his journey.
0: Okay. Uh, I will move everybody over to the Oracle Temple real quick. Alright. So, you go to the Oracle um, Versi she is overjoyed to see you um because you are her favorite mortal um and so um you are you are welcomed with open arms uh priestesses uh insist on you know disrobing you washing you anointing you with oil putting you in like ceremonial uh you know toga the the whole deal before you are um, brought before versi do you agree to any of this or
1: um I would. This is this is still what I view as my home and this is, I guess, sort of a comfort like this is typical of when I do come home. Right. But when I when I do first lay eyes on Mercy, it's it's odd because I still genuinely care for her and love her. But I've spent this journey wrestling with this not even memory just this image from a painting and being told that this was Astraeus's wife and with my suspicions the ramifications of all that are confusing my reaction to her mm. so now, i would be asap did gifft did, did offer to let you take the painting if you wanted to ooh I would not have brought it with me to the Oracle. I would have asked him to hold on to it and keep it safe. And and, uh, I I may still take him up on the offer. But uh, where I'm going, I I don't want to bring it with me. Okay.
0: All right. Um, So properly uh, cleaned, anointed, and garbed, Um, you enter uh the temple. You see your boy Sidon over there. Uh he's he's looking pretty pretty cool with his uh with his you know um big old glaive spear type situation going on his third eye uh his super handsome beard his exposed muscular chest uh good old Sidon um it's weird to be standing in front of a massive statue of a guy who is planning to kill everybody and everybody's kind of chill about it
1: yeah it's another like oddity that never really occurred to Ashaeus until now he's he's experiencing a lot of that right now just mm. like wait what
0: All right, so Proteus, uh, the right-hand man, or or left-hand man of uh, Versi, says, uh, "Ah, You return, Astraeus. I've heard through the Bard's songs uh, that you've made progress. Um, Two two divine trials uh, taken care of. Uh, uh, Very, very interesting. Um, well, you only helped with the one, but uh, you know that's fine. I'm, I'm sure it still counts. Um, the the oracle uh, is excited to see you, um, and so I will stop talking. Uh, and he kind of backs up.
1: Uh, Astraeus is gonna step forward and and just say um, he's gonna look at Versi, He's gonna be like staring right at Azur as Aris he speaks, but he's gonna say. Uh, Proteus please take the attendance and give us some privacy uh, the words I need to have for the oracle are for the oracle alone
0: uh, he kind of blushes a little and he's like uh, oh, well if you would w- want that you're welcome to go down to your chambers uh, but we, we can also leave that's, that's fine There's there's chores to be done
1: Yeah, Estreus just continues to, to stare at Mercy while he waits for the, uh, the others to leave. And then, yeah, once they do, he's he's drawn to her. Like, he'll step forward as if to embrace her before he sort of catches himself, stops, and just says, Mercy, who am I?
0: she just kind of stares at you with her uh very otherworldly um eyes and appearance um and there is no smile on her face she says um you are Astraus. you are one of my chosen who must stop my father from what he
1: and his sister plan to do he's kind of like half shaking his head no um, and he looks up at her again and he goes that's not all I am <clears throat> you had to know you had to know and sending me out there you had to know I'd find out What did you do to me? How am I still alive? Then... hmm. Why can't I remember anything? Because...
0: Because your failure was so great that the truth of what happened afterwards would have broken you. I did not wish to see my future champion broken
1: at that point he'll like succumb and like walk over and, and kind of embrace her in a hug yeah okay yeah she's and into then, it she's way into it <laughs> but as he's holding her he's, he's going to say you restored me to life we became lovers And I do love you. But I had a wife. (sighs) How could you have let this go on when you knew I had a wife? Your death lit
0: a very deadly spark in the hearts of the one they call Xander. If he knew that you lived we risked that spark faltering. Had I known the spark would flare up into the wildfire that it became,
2: perhaps I would have chose differently.
1: So it is true. I am Astraeus, the Dragon Lord.
0: You are. You are the first, the one who led the others here in the land's time of need, the one who tried peace and diplomacy who tried to understand the land and its people and was betrayed and rewarded for his kindness with death. And in your death, a new power and resolution filled the Dragonlance. They did whatever they had to do to succeed. At the time, that is what the land needed. But I thought perhaps there would come a time
1: when you could try again. He'll sort of uh, stand a bit more resolute at that statement. And uh, he'll just kind of put a hand under her chin and say, there's one more thing I need of you before I leave. What is my path in all of this? Am I supposed to just help these Chosen? Am I supposed to kill your father? What do you see of me, Versi? You've never told me. Hmm.
0: I must have seen a great many things to have gone to such a great effort to find you, raise you, and keep you all this time. To say more would fill your mortal head and your allies with all the wrong ideas. But there are changes that are coming to our land, great and terrible changes. They can lead to complete destruction or something new. But you have arrived just in time, just as I knew you would. (sighs) Soon you will travel to the necropolis of Telemach. There you must retrieve the weapons and armor. Of the greatest dragon lord, your once squire and friend, Xander. While you're there, make sure to say hello. I think it would mean a great deal to him.
1: I The necropolis is a tomb, Rizzy. Mhm. Yes. And
0: I I know. But many in the necropolis um, do not care.
1: Definitely see, seems a little creeped out at that. <laughs> or at least like yeah. Not not sure how to take that. Um
0: very I think well. that's enough for now. I think uh, your old friend is your next step. It's He'll a pity just... what happened to him in the end.
1: what did happen to him
0: I do not wish to burden you with that the trial ahead is grim you will need to be light you will need to be hopeful you will need a heart that is not broken Let it be broken at the end of the trial. And then take those pieces and forge something greater. But for now, there's no need to dwell on it. Uh, And you need to make a a charisma saving throw uh, with disadvantage.
1: Okie dokie.
0: Because hundreds of years uh, of habits, I guess, are hard to get past. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you probably, she's probably right. She's been right about a lot of stuff. So she to take pretty good care of you. It's pretty good care of you. I mean, it is coming home to someone I love. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, she obviously has your best interest at heart. I mean, she kept you, know, kept you safe all this time. I'm alive. I'm not dead. There you go. In fact, uh, you, you remember that you're supposed to speak words to Xander at his tomb. But beyond that, I mean, mm-hmm. that does you know, I guess that's it. You just got to speak some words to Xander when you go to his tomb, you know, like a eulogy or something, I guess.
1: I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I would definitely yeah. want to uh, give a, a blessing of some sort to... Apparently, that's what you've got to do. All right. The tomb of the uh, Dragon Lord. All right. That is uh, all in right.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Versi insists on you staying the night uh, and gives you several points of exhaustion, as is her as is her custom.
1: I mean... I'm yeah. All right. I, I can so, rest when I get back to uh, Astoria.
0: Anastasia. Anastasia was super busy, super duper busy. All right. Let's see if we could, we could uh, crack down on this. Teach Phil how to fly with new boots. Uh, For sure. Do you guys do it over the river to minimize um, damage to property? Uh, I, I think at this point, Phil would actually survive falling hundreds of feet to the earth but maybe not the people or buildings he landed on, so it might be might be good. Uh, let's see... Um, yeah, Hypatia and her snakes, uh, for sure. Uh, even though her snakes are technically monsters, uh, narratively it's super cute that you would use your Speak with Animals, uh, uh, Warlock Boon, to, uh, to speak with them, so yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, you realize uh, that speaking with Hypatia's snakes that each of them is uh, is kind of a different like facet of Hypatia herself so it's almost like the 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 beautifully cut gem that is Hypatia each of the facets of that gem is like one of the snakes each snake independently is pretty dumb um, like probably dumber than a regular snake um but together they sort of form like a whole. does that make sense
6: yeah that's awesome
0: (laughs) now Skilla is not a monster despite being a fucking winged snake um and you know she has a lot to say um if you want to listen to her um She's like the well-meaning best friend who feels like they have to like care give like their friend, so she's very overprotective of Hypatia, and uh, she she's like kind of shelters her quite a bit. You realize, uh, and Skilla does a lot of stuff according to Skilla behind the scenes to make sure everything goes right with Hypatia, and uh, you know, like. Bad, bad, suitors like that Gaius guy or mm-hmm. wannabe Gaius guys don't get near. You know, Skilla may or may not have spooked some horses, broken some backs, uh, poisoned some uh, some food, whatever Skilla needed to do. So make sure is okay. Uh, there's an increasing like sense of like danger as uh, you speak with Skilla, realizing that Skilla may be uh, a sociopath. Oh, so yeah, that kind of best friend that guy's kind of best friend yeah like I have to keep my friends safe no one else could uh, could be good enough for them uh, kind of thing yeah
5: Aww. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so what else did you have on your list uh, research the ram yeah that's good information maybe we save that for the very end though because that will segue mm-hmm. into you guys going after the ram uh, let's see easy to pick up jobs uh and venues because you are uh like a b minus maybe b list celebrity so there are plenty of people uh who would like to um hear what you have to say hear what you have to sing hear your stories hear your voice uh many of the prejudices that um settler races have against the natives uh don't extend all the way to sirens in the same way that it would to like harpies or um some of the more uh violent um and i guess savage uh monstrous races uh you have had to deal with those prejudices where people are convinced that you're you know, bamboozling them or using your uh, your voice to charm them. Uh, but you're finding that when you are popular and famous, uh, people tend to either turn a blind eye to shortcomings, which is something you've noticed with Hypatia, uh, or um, do a complete 180 and get really into it. Um, so as you look around some of your uh, your concerts, you do see um, uh, young youngsters and even you know adults uh, with like feathers in their hair and um, that whole thing trying to just kind of capture the essence uh, that is uh, Anastasia. Um, so yeah, all, all of that goes really well. Um, if you wanted to, you could collect money from these efforts. If you are just performing them to perform, um, then that's fine too. Um, let's see. Uh, with Astraus, he does spend a lot of time um, at the shrine, um, I think if you are using Astoria as your base of operations and you're sort of checking in on everybody um, as time permits, you're going to see that gradual change in Astreus, um over the course of these three weeks. Um, I don't know if Astraeus would come back and just be like, yo dudes, i uh, the first dragon Lord, or if, uh, he's going to play it closer to the vest or, or what the situation is. But there's certainly a change by the end of the three weeks and not just the hair extensions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he, he would, uh, wait for an opportunity when everyone is together to, uh, to do that. So, um, like, while, um, while Talus is out at the grove, he, he wouldn't call the others and move Talus out. He'd wait until there's an opportunity when everyone is uh, yeah. positioned in a way that he can have one meeting instead of having to go through it one at once.
6: Yeah, no, I, I think um, definitely if she's watching you like constantly go to the uh, temple all the time and then you go off on this thing and you come back and you definitely look like something has changed and you've found something that you've lost, then she wouldn't pry you about it. She would just kind of be happy uh for you but she wouldn't like pry into your business
0: mm. uh, let's see uh rumors about alexi um so alexi you do hear rumors um that alexi has essentially formed his own fellowship <laughs> uh essentially this fellowship is not the chosen they are not manifest destiny uh they are individuals who are fed up with oaths and legends and gods and destiny um and they're basically uh spitting in the eye of the gods themselves um they're making their own destiny they call themselves the breakers of the chain
6: It's really cool Good. for them.
0: Yeah. Uh last you heard uh they had subjugated a tribe of Cyclopses um in the north.
2: Okay.
5: Yeah.
2: Well that's less cool.
0: Uh, What else is going on here? Oh, at one of your concerts, uh, there is another micro-celebrity way lower on the the fame chart than you, um, uh, and also of a monstrous race. Uh, You see the cruel cumber, uh, Susan Pickleman, um, in the the audience. And as you finish your your songs, uh, she stands up, uh, dill juice leaking from her beady eyes. Um, She... Uh, ...calls out to you... uh, ...there you go, Songbird! You're doing great! Uh, And then she uh, kind of... uh, ...very rudely... ...kind of pushes people down... uh, ...to get to the front of the crowd... ...and say... uh, ...so... uh, (laughs) ...I happen to be... uh, ...an aspiring actress... Uh, ...I don't suppose it would be too forward of me... ...to uh, ask you if you'd like to get a drink... Unless, of course, you're carrying a burning torch for a very special someone that you may have lost recently and your heart's too broken. Uh, I understand if that's
6: the case. Uh, No, that that would be lovely. Susan?
0: I know it's a strange name, but uh, things are different down on Cucumber Island, so uh and she proceeds to tell you all about cucumber island that's full of uh big green uh reptiles uh called pickle sources and uh it's just it's a crazy place you hope to god that later in the campaign the dm's not joking about this place and you don't accidentally end up there on a wild side quest yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) that's what we call in the biz foreshadowing um yeah so it's an enchanting evening. This pickle, this uh, sorry, this cucumber, um, which is an actual fantasy race, you can look it up online. Um, this cucumber is uh, extremely uh, charismatic and uh, just just a motor mouth. Well, we don't know what a motor is, but well, I guess we do because there's robots.
6: It's it's part of um, an elevator. It's an awful thing. There That's you good.
0: go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she does seem really interested in uh, hearing about your adventures. And um, she's like, so are you like the party bard? Do you like, since you sing, do you record everything that happens when you're out and about?
6: Well, not until recently. I think I may have to maybe think about that since and um, she trails off uh, remembering the, uh, the, th- the thunderous bells of Sidon and Kyra having to run away mm it's bs I may I may have to take up the lofty mantle that once held like uh our friend
0: well I mean how lofty are we talking is it like like how high would you say that mantle was just out of curiosity you know
6: incredibly high. The world is a lot less bright when she's in
0: here. Is something funny? I, do, do, do I have something on my face? Uh, and she kind of starts wiping at her like cu- cucumber face. It's very strange. The anatomy of this creature is
6: confusing. No, nothing's wrong. I'm okay. I just...
0: Sometimes sadness can make you laugh
6: sometimes um.
0: <sighs> well I think you'll make a great bard if that's what you decide to do but don't you have like a magic chicken isn't your magic chicken gonna be upset if you uh you know doing other stuff
6: Really thought of it. She's she's just my friend. When we found each other, I don't. Mm. Maybe I'd, I I kind of. I don't think she's summoned right now. Maybe I'd see her eyes from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just around like yeah. The I wall. mean, she's yeah, yeah.
0: She kind of looks over at you and just kind of like shrugs her her shoulders, like oh, I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Isn't
6: she life? I. She helped me. Uh, I must help her, but.
0: Well, if the burden is too great um, and you are looking for a new bard, uh, I mean, you know, the Thalassian Hydra's, uh, you know, we're probably going to be breaking up. Uh, There's been a lot of drama mm -hmm, amongst the troop. Yeah apparently there's a real sexy new actress that joined and everybody's after her and she's just causing
6: all sorts of problems now susan don't don't compare yourself to her she's probably a you know what
4: (laughs) right yep that's probably it
5: (laughs) i I
0: thought your performance was
6: wonderful thank you did you go to c.e.t uh, did I go to C U T? Yeah, maybe. Was... Okay. Yeah. What was your favorite part? <laughs> when the um the small one rode the, the the unique contraption that let him fly, and took the um the the smaller rounder one with wings up into the sky. The special effects oh, were amazing. And
0: and then they flew in front of the moon
6: and made yeah. that iconic silhouette.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Did you hear the warbling songs of the coyotes in the background that, that was me anywho um well it's been real nice Um uh, i should probably go actually
6: well i i mean if you are thinking about leaving i mean we we may need a bard and i i don't know maybe I i will talk to the chosen on this i will speak with them
0: sure sure okay uh well it's been real nice uh i i I hope to see you again and uh she kind of gets up and kind of rushes from the bar
6: how fast does she run
0: (laughs) pretty pretty fast but you're still able to track the move okay (laughs) yeah and she does push somebody down and they spill all of their cheesy potatoes all over themselves because cheesy potatoes are now back in stock Uh, because King Pythor has sworn off of them. Uh, So the city had their cheesy potato supply restored, which is another great and heroic thing that you've done that nobody mentions.
6: (laughs) Amazing.
4: All right.
0: So, time passes. Does anybody have anything else they want to cover before Hypatia and Anastasia drop their PowerPoint presentation about the golden uh ram
2: uh does anything happen at the druid's grove and uh my uh sapling does it do anything ah right scary mention of something about (laughs) overtaking my entire arm which kind of had me concerned yeah so
0: they tell you that you have invested uh essentially uh well hmm hmm Yeah, who would be the best person to deliver this information? Probably Hercus. Okay. So the old old folks, they try to tell it to you like, you know, in like cryptic kind of like ways that maybe don't quickly and accurately explain what's going on. You know, they're very obtuse about um, the situation. Uh, and it makes it a little difficult to understand. Uh, you know, they're like, well, you see, there's life forces and all things, and your life force is different than the life force of a tree. Treant. And tree and life force is different than a tree. Uh, and, and when someone dies, the spirit is returned to the land, but sometimes it's not. And uh, and then Hercules kind of butts in, and he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, so like. You're pregnant. Hmm. And you hear just a single just a single sound escape from Karina, but because of her, her training, uh that is it. It's just just one quick uh and that's it.
2: Uh, well, it's a
0: bit more complicated than that. But basically, uh, your life force is feeding the offspring of that tr- that tree. I see. You uh, you sort of planted it into yourself. Uh. I mean, it's. Uh, uh, and uh, he kind of looks around at the ladies, and <laughs> this lady's like when there's like animal husbandry why uh, insemination
2: I suppose
0: uh yes just like that yes so you uh yeah that's uh that's like a little baby tree it's growing there
2: I see so uh
0: if you die, it dies, um, so it's a big responsibility. Really? There, there, is a, there is a chance, though, that uh, at some point uh, the, the spirit growing within that sapling uh, may make a bid for your body. Uh, tree and saplings in the wild are, are known to do that. They latch on to a normal tree and eventually uh, take the tree over. Uh, your spirit, I'm, I'm assuming, is much stronger than a, uh, than a, a tree. Uh, so you, you'll have to make a difficult choice, I suppose, uh, if you give your body up for your, uh, ba- baby, or, uh, I don't know, uh, cut it loose, I guess. It's, uh, well, we haven't really seen something like this before.
2: Well,
5: I guess we should just have to see how it progresses.
0: Hmm. Well, I hope that, uh, the things that we have shown you over the last few weeks have taught you more of this land. The land itself, you see, is alive, just as you are. If anything, I feel... You might have a greater understanding of Thylea someday than even we, strangers to this land. And even they, children of this land. Though I suppose the Nymphs, uh, being an extension of the land, perhaps they they do understand. Perhaps your understanding might match theirs with years of training.
2: I hope that I can achieve that one day.
0: Remember, wherever you go, whether it be sea or sky or land, it is Thylea. Even those dark, hollow places beneath the Earth, that is her as well. She is everything. She is... Our whole
2: world. i will bow to them. And don't, them. don't, don't make her mad. Because then her, her, her
0: hubby will come for you. And you do not want to deal with that.
2: No, I don't think I would
0: yeah and during the your training they did talk to you about Kintamane Kintamane who is the husband of Thylea the essentially colossal plus 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 kaiju monster that is made entirely of hands, eyeballs mouths and faces that
2: just sounds horrifying
0: yeah, yeah. They uh they, they showed you a neat little picture that somebody made of them. Here I'll uh post it into uh chat.
2: Let's see. Mhm.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Um so essentially, uh with your stuff here um you're gonna have i don't know if you're leveling into druid yet but you're gonna have essentially the background necessary to level into um druid and during your time there uh they listen to you know um karina and you kind of talk of your adventures and of what happened with demetria and the the treant and the treant sapling and saving the children and not killing the fey uh, emissaries that were there um to meet with demetria and who had kind of met with failure um the least they could do is to um help you take the ironwood uh from your essentially um baby daddy and uh graft it into uh new armor
5: for you
2: okay now i would try to make sure i mention talk about uh us uh, helping the centaurs out just to show that we're trying to help the natives, if not, if yeah, not just the invaders, so to speak.
0: And uh, they actually chuckle because uh, shortly before Kyra the Bard died, um, she had come by the old wood, um, and told the story of your great deeds with the centaurs.
2: Okay, good, <laughs> trying to spread that positive PR.
5: <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. all right
0: uh let's see uh i will go ahead and grab this info and since hypontia is not here no pressure at all anastasia you can give the um powerpoint presentation
6: did I get to draw stuff?
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, however you feel is
2: best. Uh, so, baby, baby, go that. ahead and send this.
0: Send this information <laughs> over to you. There we go. Then you guys found a painting of it, so let me add that in real quick.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh, hold on.
6: Um, and also, quick question. I know we spent a lot of time mm-hmm. role playing already. Um, uh, but uh, did I get a chance to go talk to Emru? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. After? I'm
0: going to cover that also. I just was going to give you this information uh, before I forgot.
6: Okay, awesome.
0: So uh, back at the Mithril Forge, uh, which I didn't clean up for any role playing, of uh, the worst. Uh, but I'll take you over to the map, anyways. Uh, when you return there uh, to check in on the dwarves and uh, see how they're doing, and to make sure that you know maybe the dwarves haven't all been killed, uh, and that Vulcan is you know holding down the shop kind of deal. Uh, you do uh, go to meet with the Forge Master. Uh, She is um, hard at work and nowhere near her bathtub, Uh, and she seems extremely um, happy uh, to be working, to be uh, bossing around, and uh, you're pretty sure that's a flaming scourge that she's hitting the, uh, the dwarves with when they screw up. Um. Yeah, uh, she seems to be in pretty good spirits as she uh, just sort of beats these uh, these dwarves senseless and gets them to work harder, corrects their mistakes, um, and so on and so forth. The dwarves, for their part, much like uh, Reset, they definitely seem to be in their elements. They uh, are not like, you know, wincing at the pain. Uh, They are not panting at the heat, which is absolutely sweltering. Uh, They are mostly nude, uh, except for just like, you know, um, pants basically, and like aprons. uh, And just sweat, just constantly pouring from them. Uh, They have a decanter of endless water uh, that serves as their water cooler. Um, They take frequent breaks for hydration, uh, but for the most part, they are just working themselves to the bone and they seem absolutely joyous to do so uh one ear as he is now called is no longer stone uh and uh he and the others are so pleased um to see you Uh, but your attention of course uh, is drawn to the forge master herself so what did you want to talk to her about
6: uh basically i wanted to talk to her and describe um the, the visions i had about being trapped in the the very same pot she was that Utheria visited upon me
5: Mm.
0: as you kind of uh share in this mutual torment um it, it starts to become apparent to you that your particular issue um is not one that is shared by her um she seems To be completely um in control of and um able to speak about um her past her clan her um her people her history um nothing besides you know her freedom for the last centuries or whatever has been taken from her uh in the same manner that it has from you Um, so beyond the similarities there of being tormented by lutheria and um that feeling of isolation and things like that um you realize that for this creature um a she's immortal so um the passage of time to her was frustrating right um but you know ultimately something that she's going to get over um you can see that her her mood and her threats about ending the dwarven line of Thylea and all that have already sort of burned themselves out as uh, new um, fires of, uh, of passion for craft and the trade and, um, to a certain extent, revenge against Litheria uh, have kind of taken over uh, her, her mindset and her attitude. Uh, it is something i I would assume that you might feel glad for her uh but maybe sort of selfishly sad for yourself that like the similarities between your shared experiences don't maybe go as far as you thought like that there's no that whatever's happening to you it seems to only be happening to you
6: yeah um
0: uh, and, and Phil, yeah, and Phil's, Phil's words after his super dramatic family dinner uh, kind of, you know, hit you again.
6: Yeah, I don't uh, think I'm flying yeah. back. <laughs> anyway, um, so then the next thing I want to ask her about is the Anastasia's amulet, and she's ever seen anything like it, or, I, I mean, I try to explain the situation, but I know that it won't stick. So maybe I'm just mm-hmm. exercising
0: yeah like i don't know when you show her the thing she's intrigued by it when you explain what happened with the thing like she just it's like that you're not saying anything at all yeah um and she congratulates you on such a fine piece um and you know mentions that it must be soul forged um which is dis, uh which is fortuitous that it works for you because uh soul forged items only work for the people that they're made for uh or they're just you know direct descendants so it, it must you know it must have been meant for you
6: that is definitely comfort
0: yeah but it's one of those things that as she tries to focus on it she doesn't seem able to keep her. It doesn't seem to keep her attention.
6: Yeah. Okay. Um, last thing I do want to ask her about uh, soul, uh, giving the context of where she's from.
0: Oh yeah, she says uh, that that is a phoenix. And then she says, uh, and don't think that it's uh, don't think that it's one of those um, new phoenixes that scholars uh, claim to have discovered, which are just really big, angry fire elementals. No, this is a true phoenix. Um, It's a great bird, you see, from the elemental plane of fire. That's, um... Well, uh... It has incredible magic and strength. Um, Some primitive primaterial worlds uh, worship them as gods. Uh, They have life-giving power, and um part of that is sort of wrapped up in their life cycle they uh age uh and then die and then in dying are reborn Um, nowadays they're exceedingly rare because there was always ever just a set number and when folk uh thought it's wise or profitable to hunt them um, they nearly drew, drove them to extinction.
6: Goodness. Well, yeah, that's just kind of... Hmm. A little bit more backstory. I'm sure Souls just kind of like nodding yeah. like, yeah.
0: Whatever you do, <laughs> don't let any Ifriti find out that you have such a creature, or they will come for you in great numbers. Thank you. Yeah, not to make you worry or anything, but they're super powerful genies... Lots of magic and fire, yeah, yeah. Maybe just tell everyone it's a flaming chicken or something.
6: Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. And the very last thing I will—I'll uh, say basically explain that I really like uh, her style, like the armor she's wearing, and if uh, when she if she gets any time to make stuff for me, then I want it to look like I want her to design it.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, she. Uh glows uh like a white hot uh, ember at the praise and uh she she definitely hooks you up with some some very uh, salamander style um uh, equipment hell yeah
6: okay that's it thank you
0: all right before the briefing on the uh the Rams, anyone else have any other downtime stuff they want to cover in a bit more detail Phil, the uh, Yes, do uh, that while
6: I read this, uh, paragraphs. Yeah. Just <laughs>
4: wanted to know if the, um, the amulet is recharged.
0: Ah. Uh, it most assuredly does recharge during the downtime.
4: Um, do you call forth Grandma? Uh, maybe just for conversations at night, but... Okay. She'd probably be too tired to go into any big details just kind of just filling her in day by day of things that happened it occurs to you that grandma
0: uh uh is definitely not a region uh because grandma keeps like uh giving you a hard time about your trainer and uh you know like if your grandma was a golden girl she would be blanche
5: Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah so there's a lot of like you're my grandma I don't want to talk about this before bed conversations uh, and and she's you know there's one time where you guys were wrestling and the amulet got smooshed against his pectorials and uh, yeah uh, you take it to mean that in her heyday like to say when she was alive and had a body uh, grandma was maybe as vigorous uh, in her uh, pursuits of love as King Pythor himself grandma yeah yeah she's a scandalous old lady she's a scandalous old lady it's not like that grandma I, I, I mean that's that's the problem that's the problem um yeah so she she's she, you know she tries to be respectful but she's also now that she's got her energy back uh she does she does talk to you i don't want to say incessantly but you're sort of in like a jiminy cricket pinocchio situation there where she's been piping up more and more frequently she also starts yeah. asking you how you feel about this astrayist guy what about him well, you know, he's growing his hair out, and it looks kind of nice. And you know, if you're gonna start the whole like dragon lords thing, like you could be like a dragon lords power couple.
4: Mm, I think he has a thing with the, the oracle. Oh, uh, which wait, with versi Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, better better not than yeah. So she gets super possessive of her of her men, and I'm not saying like. No, I'm gonna say it. She kills people if they mess with her men. Like, just ki- has them killed.
4: Yeah, I've noticed. Um, like, verse. We've met Versi and um, her sister, uh, Demetria, and they've they've both kind of been really scary mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to their men. Are, yeah, I names mean like
0: that. Well, it might be less of a nymph thing and more of like a side thing. Oh. Yeah, he's he's pretty intense.
5: He is. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah, uh she some big muscles. She too. likes the conversations. Yeah. Wait, wait, you've seen you've seen Sidon.
0: Well, I mean, you know, paintings, I guess, and stuff. Like
4: <clears throat> so, oh, well, paintings are always embellished to right. make things look better than they actually are.
0: Well, maybe. I mean, this is, you know, basically like a god, like, you know, like a living god. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a total asshole, but I mean, you know, those muscles. So
4: well, I mean come on, Grandma. You've seen the painting in Pythor's palace. It looks <laughs> nothing like him.
0: Well, you know, like in your life you go through different yeah, he's just a he's just a hot pile of garbage. Yeah. Um but apparently he was pretty pretty fit in his day. He was pretty fit in his day. Mm. Yeah. So, so it's interesting that we um, were talking about Sidon, because um, I thought maybe, <laughs> right? Well, since since we're friends, um, we're like more than family, you know what I mean? Like you can't choose your family, right? But you can choose your friends, and I choose you, Ascent. I Choose you. Um, that's why I feel really comfortable. Maybe I don't know. <sighs> Maybe bringing up the fact that it'd be cool if you went and killed Sidon.
4: Well, that idea hasn't exactly been something I never thought about.
0: Right, 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 right. Well, I mean, it's going to be but a how, little bit tougher we... than the king of king of oozes. Yeah. I'm going to put that how, out for you. How would we go up against? Well that's why uh, step 1 you got to get strong. Step 2, you got to have strong allies. And step 3, you got to make sure that those allies don't get mixed up in a whole lot of bullshit.
4: Well, that does happen often. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Yeah, cuz I'll tell you what. You got to start this new Dragon Lords thing. But like I can't really do that with Sidon in the way you know he's like uh he's like that shitty little kid that's gonna knock down your block castle after you work really hard and build it um a big part of making sure that the dragon lords are gonna be a force to be reckoned with is to make sure that he's out of the picture
4: well all the more reason for the training And I'll be there with you every step of the way,
0: and when I think you're ready, I'll let you know uh, a bit more about how we can sort of remove him from the
4: equation permanently. Reset's going to do that little double slap to her face to hype yourself up and say, all right, I better go to bed. I got more training tomorrow. Mm. mm. All right. Yeah. Lots of training. I'm excited.
0: Um, sleep well. And, and don't... Yeah. Don't... Don't worry so much. You have to, you know, crawl before you can walk, stumble before you can run, all that stuff. But the power inside of you it cannot be stopped
4: thank you grandma good night Mm. all right
0: so Anastasia where's our presentation before the break of the uh, Golden Ram
6: Oh okay, let's see. Alright, is everyone here? Get <laughs> ask that real quick. Hello? Yep. Yeah, yeah okay. we're here. yeah, yeah, we're here. Hey. Yep. Alright. Um so Golden Ram. So yeah, through a combination of me and Hypatia explaining it and me kind of asking Hypatia every once in a while what things mean. Um <clears throat> so basically start by saying it's uh it's pretty big. You can fly and go through almost any terrain. You can uh, pierce the sky. It has lots of thunder magic or lightning magic, so it's probably not one of the one of Sidon's doings. Um healing magic the fleece if we want it we may be able to convince it to just give us the fleece it need not be taken Um, well, we don't have to kill it to take it um, it's resisted its hide is resistant we- to all weapons it could vanish into the ethereal plane um, uh, all weapons. whatever, whatever. magic weapons all weapons <laughs> and i'll ask Hypatia Hi- about the ethereal plane I'm like what's that so i can vanish into the ethereal plane it's super
0: uh, fast. yeah she pushes her glasses back she's like oh yeah so the ethereal plane <clears throat> well i hope you have three hours because i'm about to blow your minds with my uh explanation of planetology you ready uh, so, hours and hours go by. It's...
1: I think within about five minutes, Astraeus would pipe up with, like, the Cole's Notes version. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, This is
0: why you're always going to struggle. Because you don't make time for knowledge. Phil gets it. I thought it was a great lesson. Mm. hmm <laughs> Uh okay so the the short notes uh the ethereal is a neighboring plane so uh it's like where we are but like one step to the left whereas like the feywild would be one step to the right and then the shadowfell would be one step down so it it's exactly like our world but it's a world of like spirits basically
6: yeah, so I, it could disappear and reappear at will. Like yeah. while it's
0: in the ethereal plane, you won't be able to do anything to it, but it won't be able to do anything to you. But the fact that it could fly and go ethereal means that it's as evasive as everybody says it is. Even Philipicles wouldn't be able to grapple it uh for long cuz it would just poof to another plane.
6: That was my question. It's, mm. inc- it's incredibly fast, too. Um here.
0: But it. it's very intelligent, and its hobbies include healing, uh medicine, uh wrestling.
6: Yeah, maybe Phil, maybe you could challenge it, maybe a contest. Okay.
0: That would be
3: exciting. Is there anything I could do to anchor it to uh this plane?
6: Uh the hypatia, <laughs> no idea. Oh,
0: well, I mean, there there are, but um, I asked around, and um, there's these things called dimensional shackles. Um, I I knew uh, of a supplier uh, in uh, in Mitros, but um, when I reached out to them, there they had nothing for me.
6: It sounds like it'd be pretty big. We need some pretty big shackles, maybe. Huh? Well. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry. Okay. Is there
3: any way I can continue to track it while it's in the ethereal plane?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, Anastasia uh, has a bit of information about uh, its last known whereabouts. Yes, right. And then she and the snakes sort of like do a Vanna White to you sort of thing.
6: <laughs> uh, Saying for our research here, we wrote it down. It hangs out in the northern mountains. It loves the cold. likes to drink fresh water from the frozen r- river of Inoa, And it loves golden apples. Hmm. Do we have any
2: golden apples? Didn't your dad mention he had golden apples? Or I thought those like... were
1: something that the forge should make. Oh. Yeah, I don't think uh...
3: Ever mentioned anything about golden apple?
6: Yeah, it's well, something did, the though, forge
2: it
6: can yeah. Yep. Well, maybe we should um, go ask him for some.
3: Didn't he say we would have to get something to get them for him to make them?
2: He didn't tell us on that one, I don't think.
4: Yeah, only for the boots and the winged boots, we need the fleece, but he didn't list any
1: ingredients for the golden apple. Wouldn't it be ironic if we needed the fleece to make the
2: golden apples?
0: Uh, you do ask around. And in order to make a golden apple, he needs a thousand um, gold, uh, worth of gold, uh, five days, and uh, an eternal apple.
6: Talos, they so grew a drove. Do you know anything about eternal apples?
3: Or, or have I, like, heard anything of them?
0: Uh, yeah.
6: I would say history
0: or uh, knowledge nature um, might be able to give you more information on that. Roll that 20. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, so eternal apples are said to grow on a nearly inaccessible island uh, located in the vast sea, the vast sea that destroys all ships, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, They are said to uh, reduce uh, aging on those who eat them, Uh, but they also have a very addictive uh, property. So people who find the eternal apple grove or trees uh, are never seen again. Uh, But they do apparently live forever. Don't eat him. Uh, People who tend to have these uh, are usually very powerful magic users, uh, rich people, um, or, you know, deities.
6: Well, we got a couple options.
0: Do, you know, do I know how far away this island is? Well, uh, you do not. Uh, also, keep in mind that the seas that are so hard to navigate are not just hard to navigate because they are far, but because there is like a constant maelstrom that just sort of grinds up boats, flying creatures, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera.
3: I feel like if my dad had one, he would have eaten it.
4: (laughs) That's true.
6: Well.
0: All right. Do you, uh, why don't we take a break? And then when we get back, you guys could pursue or even talk during the break about what your next move is going to be. But we'll do like a 10 minute break. So 1025 Eastern.
1: Sounds good. All right. All right. before we we end up setting out um as we kind of gather back together in order to uh, uh decide on our next moves with the the ram and and such uh astraeus would come clean to everybody uh, as to what his suspicions are which have been pretty much confirmed by the oracle that uh he doesn't just look like the statue yeah, really that he is in fact astraeus and that he is, uh, he is the dragon lord that died trying to make peace.
6: And the Holy will grab shit. His set and be like, I knew it! I knew it wasn't just the light, he looks exactly like the statue! It wasn't a coincidence.
3: Wait, Wait, so if you died, how aren't you dead?
6: Truth. I guess the oracle. oracle.
2: Like more dramatic count. music for this, probably. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: I mean, I could just see you guys at the auspicious date having tapas, and he just drops this as like a, <laughs> how is everybody's spring break? Hey, origin story.
1: Found out I'm hundreds of years old. All right. there, there we go. Sorry, I had like... fire engines and such going by so oh. I suddenly couldn't talk. I mean, I know we wanted dramatic music, but I felt... Oh,
0: I thought, I thought, I thought felt... was saying there were sirens and he couldn't talk. Like, the information he was about to drop on Susan Pickleman... Who <laughs> so did I. ...so <laughs> sensitive <laughs> that he could not allow sirens to run here. Oh my god.
1: Oh.
6: It's true. <laughs> Is that a jet fighter?
1: See, <laughs> sorry. I literally I did, thought yeah, you I
6: meant me, wanna... and I'm like, wait, why can't I talk?
1: <laughs>
6: uh, can so, so while, the the,
0: while the narrative has been temporarily interrupted, um, yeah. So, three weeks to create uh, implied that it was it's five days per piece of equipment. Times six would be thirty days, three month or three weeks would be you know a month, thirty days. So I was assuming each of you was going to do one piece of equipment. Are you guys? doing more than yeah. that i guess i should have clarified um because yeah it's five days per mithril item that they that they
4: produce there at the at the forge and what was the gold cost again was it 200 or 300
0: it was it was super negligible like 200 uh 200 for the weapons um the armor is uh that they can make is mithril chain and they can make the mithril chain for 50
6: up to mithril chain? What, uh, what about leathers? Well, no?
0: I mean, they literally make mithril chain like the item. Yeah. Yeah.
6: What uh, What about leather armor?
0: Oh, I mean... The leather armor would be made at a significantly reduced cost. Hold on. Uh, let's see. uh so they could do a plus one leather armor for 300
6: okay i can pay for that myself or the, the
0: thing is they're they're drowning it? they're drowning in mithril which is part yeah. of that whole situation yeah can they do like a uh, mithril breastplate or mithril half plate uh they can but it wouldn't be as cheap as like um the, the weapons i have to look it up real quick Hold on a sec. Can you find
4: Shield too, if it's in the same place?
0: Yep. Uh, Shield they could do for three hundred. (laughs) Okay. No, hold on. Oh, cute. Okay. Uh, they could actually do a mithril breastplate. Um uh plus one for three hundred and eighty. Okay. Um Yeah, and I'm gonna just go to
3: Pythor and be like, well, T Pop, I thought I was gonna have this really great item, this weapon, but um uh, You know, that whole thing about you letting that dragon lady take the blessed mithril or whatever. I'm beyond that, But Grandpa's asking me for money.
0: Kind of weird. Uh... Uh, I mean... That's your... That's that's Vulcan. You know? Uh, Uh... Boy. You gotta understand. Uh... Everybody has their vices. Okay? Uh... When we were all... You know... Uh... Hmm. How can I say this in a way that won't sound too mysterious? When we were all picking out our mortal bodies, uh, your grandpa he, he always had a soft spot for dwarves, and uh, you know, like uh, dwarves are kind of crazy. <clears throat> he kind of looks around, like making sure nobody nobody heard that. Well, I was thinking, um, but also, you know, he's got to pay. He's got to pay the dwarf laborers you know is uh apparently that snake lady she uh she demands money so you know it's not it's not like i mean i, I mean you know, are you hurting for money is that the problem boy
3: i mean i'm not hurting i just don't have any you know <laughs>
0: um oh. i
3: don't even really care about money it, it, i just want to be able was to it, perform was
0: it, great deeds was it that halfling Alexi did he take all your money before he uh, quit the group
3: well you see um I grew up poor because you know you kind of weren't there dad oh um, I see yeah Mm. just a simple I never really had a lot of money I'm not really I don't really care about money
2: right right
3: asking me about it I figured you got some
0: oh man yeah uh, you notice with your passive perception that there's a woman standing in a nearby doorway watching this conversation well I mean yeah I mean, I, of course we have a treasury you know uh, after I had to take over this town because uh, Esther you know lost his his fucking mind uh, you know like used most of the treasury to rebuild uh, you know, Give reparations to the people, uh, but uh... you know I, I've still got my uh, my retirement fund essentially.
3: Yeah, I'm not asking for much, like maybe like five hundred.
0: Oh uh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, hold up, I'll I'll be right back. As he leaves the room to to go get you the money, your sister walks up. What what exactly is going on here? Well,
3: Grandpa's asking me for. Gold to make me equipment and shit. So I figured I don't have any, but Dad does. So I just talked to him about it.
5: Hmm.
3: Is this gonna be like a habit of like? No, no, I don't really care about money. It's only his mm-hmm. grandfather.
0: Hmm. Okay. would you prefer? I asked you. I, I don't know. Her eyes go wide, and she says, oh, "What?" Like, I would need... mm. I think I would prefer that you and your fancy hero friends um, you know, earn your own money like legendary heroes are supposed to. Isn't that how the songs go? Don't you... Like, aren't you just drowning in treasure? Not really, no, uh... I was supposed to get this
3: cool hammer from dad, but he never gave it to me. And then he did give it to me, and I was supposed to get this other weapon, but then he gave away this other stuff. Look, I'm just trying to, to you Look, know, dad, save the Dad's world a, over Dad's here. Dad's
2: a
0: mess. It, it, he feels really bad about what happened to you, and I'm sure all of our other brothers and sisters who have been eaten slash killed over the years. Um, Wait, Is that happening? Oh, yeah, that dragon. Um, Yeah, if she... Yeah. You know, honestly everyone's really surprised that you're even alive i mean that's why i didn't for a second think that you know you might be my brother when i met you because um other than me uh all of pythor's children have been eaten by hexia you're a to kill yeah Sorry. like she she's got it in for him in a bad way Apparently, like, she came for me when I was a baby, but it was like the one time that, like, dad stood up to her, and uh, I guess she spared my life or something. She sounds pretty terrible. I mean, I was a baby, so I don't remember, but the, the, the paintings I've seen, she's pretty horri- hor- horrific, so she's supposed to be pretty fucking big, too.
5: Can't
0: wait to deliver dad her head. Uh, well, uh, look, just, he feels bad enough, you know, like, I just, I thought, I just don't want this to be like a thing, you know, like. It's not a, I just told you why I did it.
3: All right. All right. Why don't you stop
0: snooping? Sure. Well, this is about to be my kingdom, so I'll be snooping all the time. Yeah, snoop then. Oh, it's called pre. It's called pre-snooping. It's what you do before you get really like hard and heavy with the snooping. Is you kind of like feel around, like, snoop around, kind of find well, all well, the, well. the right spots. And then you start the real hardcore snooping.
3: Well, I saw you, uh, so maybe you should try and get better at it.
2: Uh.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Talking to
0: so, Telemach, is that where you're headed to?
3: Yeah, I th- eventually, I think. Oh, we'll eventually.
0: Oh, I didn't like, know that. Um, like, when you're a legendary hero, you could just sort of like schedule your quest whenever you wanted to. I mean, we weren't given a time frame. Oh, that's pretty convenient. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So you're just gonna like hang out around the palace for another month and borrow money from Dad. I have to okay. mm. let's see we'll
3: figure it out I mean it's kind it's of like weird. a weird decision process yeah, that part
0: never makes it into the songs it's really weird oh well uh, and then you hear uh, his heavy footsteps coming back uh, his his uh, sandals on the uh, marble floor uh or, boy I found it uh there you go
3: uh like said I'll use this in make even greater stories for you to be proud of
0: yeah well uh here's the thing uh i don't i don't have a lot of like fluid currency right now you know uh but i have this golden apple that i was kind of saving for like a rainy day you know because they're real good with peanut butter have you had peanut butter before i don't think so now oh yeah oh with mm. Yeah, well, you, put, uh, you put the peanut butter on the apple slice, and then you put some little tiny dried dates. I-, I call it, uh, <laughs> I call it ants on the log. Pretty clever, Pops. Because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they kind of look like little ants.
3: Yeah, I- I can, yeah. I'm can. i picturing it in my head. It's pretty funny.
0: Yeah, but this just about clears me out. So, uh, so I got about, about uh, I don't know uh 200 gold in this golden apple and i'm pretty much tapped out uh aren't you like try-
5: a well it's
0: to- all right I'm he kind of he kind of eyes on nora and he's like uh well i mean am trying to go down to the treasury but there's, uh, there's some complications so uh you know uh, but nothing that i yeah, you know, nothing that your dad can't handle it's, i got it this will help i appreciate it mm. all right
3: You know, just take what he gives me and, like, side-eye Nora, Mm-hmm. and then uh, just walk out. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. She gives you uh, some hard side-eye on the way out. Like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But at the last minute, as you're leaving, she, like, pulls her dress to the side and just flashes one incestuous titty. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it's one of those like bad porno moments where she's like 1 foot behind Pythor, so he doesn't see it, oh, God. but you, yeah, but but you do kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, your dad just beaming at you, just a huge smile as he's given his son the last of his uh his loose change so you could go off and be a hero with his magic shoes. All right. So, he said it was a golden apple with like 200 gold Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Now, your dad's not a total idiot, but it's apparent that he doesn't do a lot of shopping himself uh, because it's actually uh, 100 platinum pieces and 100 gold pieces, which is, you know, just a bunch of, like, Old timey coins, uh, you take them to like the money changer, and the money changer's like, eh, what am I supposed to do with this? This is not rack May. This is uh these are just chunks of metal. Uh when all said and done, uh the exchange does come out to approximately three hundred and seventy five gold.
3: Awesome. Yeah, and I'll uh, go back to the party and I'll be like, So my dad gave me this apple. I think uh, you said it would be useful, Anna?
6: Yeah, that's exactly what Loram loves. What? How'd
3: you get it? I mean, I just asked him for some, like, change. Oh. And Nora got really mad at me and showed me her. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah. So. You said the half the breastplate was like three something, right? Uh, 380. Um, can I give five gold?
4: <laughs> you, you can take five uh, gold me. in the party party. Yeah.
6: We um, just, we just give him one piece of gold. Uh,
0: I guess <laughs> if anybody is, is looking for this kind of information. These are what the coins look like that um, Pythor gave you.
4: Uh, so one last thing before I buy the shield, would they be able to make a plus one thing to boost unarmed strikes, like a bracers or something?
0: Uh, there is such an item, uh, but it would take them. A while to essentially figure out how to make it, um, but um, Vulcan is familiar with such a, a thing uh, that basically allows um, beasts to attack with their unarmed attacks and treat it as magical. Um, and he's just kind of like, uh, I haven't, I haven't heard of one of them in a long time. Uh, give me some time and I can, uh, I can see what I can do.
4: Okay. I'll just take the shield for now then. Alright. Um, how much,
3: uh, how's the party inventory looking like now that everyone's, their toast? Uh,
4: so, as I already deducted Astraeus, I just, I deducted myself. Uh, Ana, did you buy anything?
6: Um, he said the plus one's leather was 300. I I have 378 on me. I've, I've never bought anything or done anything with Buddy, so. Yeah, uh, you can,
4: can take can 200 from the party way. if you want.
6: Okay, thank you. So t- I can take 200, so 100 from me? Yep. Cool, cool.
4: And then I'll leave it for Hypatia, so she'll tell us next Uh week.
0: She was doing a Wand
4: of the War Mage. Okay, is that 200? Yes. Okay, so we still have about 600 gold in the party fund.
2: Was, okay. Was I allowed to get a plus one
4: shotgun? Oh, yes. So we are, are at 400.
3: Okay, and can I get a plus one greatsword since we got the,
0: the cash? Yeah. Well, again, it's about time. Are you guys willing to put in more time waiting for the stuff? Because it's five days per mithril item. I mean, how Slash many items magic are item. We, How many
1: items are we at total now?
4: Um. So, Astraeus didn't buy an item, right? You bought it from the shop?
1: I bought it from the shop, yeah, so not from the okay.
4: Yeah, so that would be five five items, and then if we add the greatsword, it would be six items. Oh, there you go. Perfect. That'd be great. Okay, so we have 200 dracma.
3: And we need to get with Mrs. Pickleman and find out what's going on with our uh, revenue for Sponsored goods. I know she's bringing in money.
0: It is a shame that before she could give you guys your royalty checks, uh, yeah, that's what I was looking for. Ky- Kyra died. God, that's a damn shame. I bet if there's any Furies looking for, her, they've probably given up because she's dead. Alright, anyways, uh, what is the plan? Um, are you still going after this ram or no? Uh,
4: we have the apple, right? We were going to talk, at least find it and talk to it. You guys wanted to talk to the pickle, right? Well,
6: uh, I think we're gonna offer the pickle a place to join us if she wants.
3: Glad I got that one out of the oh, way.
6: Put, put that one too. Put that one back. Grab another one.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, five days later. All right. Well, here's another one. <laughs> uh, just as bratty as the, uh, the other generation. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Did he really the- call me bratty?
0: thinks he doesn't know Think, thinks, oh, thinks grandpa doesn't know he's going around saying grandpa's greedy mmm mm, mm, mm. Yeah, we'll see when uh, the winter solstice comes uh, what kind of presents grandpa's got for you mm. uh, anyways um, alright you're going to offer Susan Pickleman the uh, cruel cumber from the southern island of Cucumber Island uh, a job as party bard even though her list of references all says that she's a disaster. Um, she, In the time that she was with um, the Thalassian Hydras, she basically caused the whole acting troop to break up. <laughs> yep. Okay. Alright. Uh, well, uh, she will accept, uh, but she does expect to be paid for um, Five
6: gold pieces a day. Surely we can afford that for a downhonored luck actor.
0: Okay. She shrewdly eyes all of you and makes sure that you are agreeing to her terms of five gold a day.
4: I'm gonna go up to Anna and ask her. So, so why did you hire that person? Who is she? I
2: mean,
6: I didn't hire her. She, she came to me after one of my performances, and we talked. And apparently they kicked her out of- or the the, the, the hydras broke apart. <clears throat> and I don't think I can- I don't think I can fill Kyra's shoes. I'm not fast enough.
4: We're we're just gonna put her in danger.
6: I guess I had considered that. Susan, are you willing to accept the dangers that may come with traveling with the Chosen of the Oracle?
0: I mean, it's not like you guys die all the time, right? Uh, I mean, uh,
6: I mean, it's not like y'all die
0: all the time, right?
4: I... Things do kill us.
6: You've described to me your homeland. It can't possibly be—it's terrifying. Oh, that?
0: oh, yeah. When you when you faced off against as many picklesaurus rexes as I have, then there's really nothing to fear from uh, the mainland.
4: That's a really interesting place you're talking.
0: Yeah, you know, if it gets too scary, I'll just uh, hide somewhere.
2: That
3: sounds rather reasonable. I insist she comes along. Pay her her dropmate, please.
4: I'll give her five drachmae. Hey. Uh,
0: she takes it, shrewdly biting each one to make sure they are not chocolates. She tucks them away in her normal lady purse.
1: Does she have teeth?
0: Uh, she does. Yep. Yeah. Crulcumbers uh can deliver a savage bite.
5: Mhm. All right.
0: All right. Well, I leave it to you to plan your uh, your hunt, I
6: guess. All right. Yeah, I think- Can we have the I map. One. Oh yeah, sure.
0: So you are in Astoria, and if you want to go uh, find this thing, uh, you're basically going to be pretty close to the necropolis at Telemach anyways. Uh, it's about that same area, these very icy, frigid mountains over here. about theirs, where the river is. It's uh, one of those situations where they call like a tiny spring slash stream a river to make it feel better about itself.
6: Looks like it might be in for a bit of a climb. We should get some climbing equipment. If that's where you want to go, I'd i kind of forgot what the the fleece we wanted the fleece for yeah uh, we well, found ourselves fleece... awkwardly
1: not remembering what it was for well no <laughs> oh. the fleece
4: is for boots of levitation and winged boots it's just oh. that you know philip please got winged boots right oh, after
6: Right. sorry
3: guys
4: it's it's a still really, a ram of like uh, well to do father I mean we could always use more fleece. Someone else could have winged boots too.
2: Hey, yeah. that makes us famous. Uh, or y'all
0: could just go and do your um, you know, third trial and become official heroes in the eyes of the gods and the fates. I mean, I'm new I'm new around here, but you know, I mean, I just thought that's kind of the whole thing. Or, I mean, uh, and she sort of, like, knocks over one of your drinks as she, uh, takes her awkward pickle-shaped body and bends over the, uh, the map. Uh, well, if your little goat is right there and the necropolis of Telemach is right there, you could do, like, both, because you'll already be up in the mountains. Are we prepared to do both? Well, I mean...
3: I don't know. I think we should be. I wasn't asking I, you, uh, Miss Pickleman.
1: I Ideally we would hopefully be able to use
6: diplomacy with the police. Right, but do we hey, we don't really need those items right now? Unless I mean it'd be nice, but I'm if sure fly, it's probably faster than Kyra I don't know. I'm down for whatever.
3: I mean, I'm sure Reset could benefit from some of these gear sandals. Phil kind of like waves his feet in front of everybody.
0: Those are some mighty fine sandals, uh,
4: Mr. Cleese. I'm afraid I've already sponsored another another company that is planning to make sandals for me. It might be a breach of contract.
6: Are are you wearing sandals right now?
4: You're wearing sandals
3: right now? (laughs) Like... Mine? Yeah. Yeah,
0: you are. Are are your feet just like, busted up? (laughs) Like... Totally. (laughs) just
4: These horrible, misshapen purple stumps that are her feet. Yeah. You (laughs) you probably also notice, like... I'm just bruised all over.
0: You have some kind of disease, ma'am? Like, uh, what do they call that one that kings like to get? Uh, gout? Because your feet look awful.
4: Uh, yeah. The The sandals I've been wearing have haven't been holding up too well.
3: Yeah, maybe oh. we should really get you some new, uh... I don't think the ones you got are, are working out for you.
0: I mean, couldn't you just get any kind of fancy sandal and just say you got it from your special supplier?
4: But that would be lying, Susan. Well, that would be like storytelling. A fake story.
0: I mean, you know, a story is a story, you know. Like, I don't mean to say something uh, vulgar in front of mixed company, but I heard a story that, uh, that that there robot's got two penises. That can't be true.
4: Did we. Did we hire this, this. this pickle to. to talk to us?
0: Oh, sorry, I'll just. I'll be quiet and I'll record in the back. Sorry. Okay. The chosen have no idea what to do next. They're crippled by their recent wealth and fame.
2: fame. A lazy
0: sort of bring us stigmatization has taken over the Fellowship. Meanwhile, Alexi and the breakers of the chain continue their anti-heroics across Thylaeus. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, sometimes I whisper out loud when I'm
4: writing. Kinda weird, Susan. So, yeah, we are are can, we going?
6: We can go to the telemark We can go to the goat after? We can do the goat and then go to the Telemoch.
4: Let's just go to the
3: goat. We we were ready we game we came out here today to go to the goat. Just yeah. go to the
0: goat. understand that you are going to the goat yeah, I'm gonna start leading the way all right okay, uh, you just you're boldly gonna tra- travel uh, via land do you want to buy uh, discount centaurs they were brought here long ago by the settlers they're called horses it's like if a uh, centaur didn't like reach the final like Pokemon evolution? And, like, instead of a beautiful humanoid torso growing out of the second set of limbs, just a really weird-looking head popped out. They're apparently animals of some kind. I have a picture of one. Uh, Please don't vomit when you see it. Hold on a sec. Uh, These oddities uh, are very fast, and you can ride on them, uh, and it's okay, and there's nothing weird about it. Uh, there they are. Uh, they cost 75 drachmae apiece. Yep, we're not, uh,
3: financially, uh... We there.
1: prefer to let our feet carry us.
3: Yeah, yeah,
4: we're... Oh.
1: In also, Reset brand sandals?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Reset doesn't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering out of solidarity go. if other people who have feet, uh... Are wearing Reset brand sandals out of solidarity? No, I think nobody.
6: Stage will wiggle, wiggle her talons and be like, nope, doesn't work out. <laughs> sandals?
0: What? Alright, if that's the case, you guys head off into the wild. So, um, go ahead and give me a. Ser- Viable check with advantage. One of you, uh, roll it, uh, with advantage to represent the whole group's efforts.
3: Do you want to do it? Uh, tell us if you want to do
2: it? Uh, sure, I'll do it.
5: Alrighty.
0: okay yeah um it's a good check uh you follow the river uh for as long as you can uh eventually you uh do have to stop for the night um you set up watch uh camp all that good stuff um during that time does anybody need anything particular or it's just a nice quiet journey
1: Um, I don't think there's anything particular that I need. I think we'll just right.
2: keep an eye out for anything important.
0: Sounds good. Alright. Uh, during the night, absolutely nothing happens. Uh, it is cold. Uh, unless you have a tent but um no one does uh susan pickleman unused to traveling uh w- without a uh, a wagon uh spends the whole night underneath a blanket far too small to cover her massive cruel cumber body it's a lot <laughs> of shivering in the morning you guys uh have a uh, a brief meal I mean, if that's how it works, Astraeus, like, whatever the wording says, follow the wording, like. Alright, uh, so, you guys continue your journey. Uh, you reach the foothills of the mountains. Uh, go ahead and give me another survival check. better all right uh yeah you guys continue your journey um there is uh in the mountains uh signs of the passage of a band of cyclops uh they are not headed towards astoria but uh north and east uh out into the more open plains um do you wish to follow the tracks or continue uh to your destination
2: Well, I'm up for following Cyclops' tracks, but that's up to you guys.
3: Oh, I think. Uh, continue.
0: Continue. For? Continue. Okay. Uh, all right. You continue up the mountain.
2: Do side quest for the side quest. Got it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, as you continue up the mountain, it does start to get uh windier and colder uh with the guidance of your ranger and those with training in survival uh you i'm assuming purchased warmer clothes uh and climbing gear ahead of time uh, and slowly but surely begin your trek up into these mountains Uh, ahead of you to reach your destination lies three potential paths you could go Through the mountains, which might take you into uh, contact with some of the hollow places of the world. Uh, You could go over the mountains, which could be very dangerous, but would save time. Or you could wind around the mountains, uh, basically looking for valleys and um, pre-existing paths and hunting trails and natural sort of formations that would guide you as you go.
2: I could lead you down hunting trails, but that's... my recommendation.
0: Anyone else? Uh, I mean, Phil would prefer to go over, but uh, if people feel like they're not up to it, then we could go uh, around. Phil, who has expertise in athletics, climbing, and also can fly now, would like to go over the mountain? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. That checks out. That checks out. Okay. He's not sure how... Uh,
3: like up to it as party would be
5: mm,
0: fair all right um as you continue on your journey uh you stop for the night uh well you did and then you know so you're on your third day of travel fourth day of travel let's see one two three. so yeah okay yeah so entering into your fourth day of travel through the mountains uh you continue to slowly but surely wind your way through heading towards the river that was described to you. Uh, eventually uh, the area just becomes laden with snow. Snow is just a constant um, feature of the area. Those of you wearing reset brand uh sandals your toes are very cold uh you may want to switch to some fur wraps or some outright um like boots or snowshoes i don't know what level of preparation you had um, but you're definitely going to want to be um, equipped for a cold environment
4: uh were we told that it was going to be cold i i I mean, From Anastasia, yeah,
0: and Anas- yeah, Anastasia said okay, you need then, yeah. equipment and uh, and cold weather gear. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's heading to a frozen river, so. Um. All right. As you hunker down for the night, uh, conditions are extremely cold. Those of you who are used to living down in the uh, heartlands, right, where it's always Mediterranean climate, uh, this is a rude awakening. I don't know. How many of you, based on your backgrounds and your history, would have experienced this type of weather uh, before or frequently? Uh, maybe like the odd snowstorm here and there, um, but something this constant, this um, um, just oppressive with the amount of like cold and snow, and the, and it just keeps kind of drifting and drifting. Um, visibility is is low, and the cold it just creeps in to your clothes to your bones it just
1: it feels bad if if we have a a fire um, i think i can use control flame to make it bigger Mm -hmm. just you know as a way of trying to keep warm fair enough
4: Right. I've only heard about this weather from my father. Uh, he says the the north is, is like this all the
1: time. This is very unpleasant. I do not like it. Yeah, it's extremely
0: quiet. Um, you have not actually heard from your bard all evening.
4: Oh, how's the Yeah, how's Pickle doing in this cold? Uh, she apparently is underneath the blankets, asleep.
0: But she's not shivering
4: like she usually does. Uh, Susan? Susan, are you okay? Yeah, there's no reply. I'm gonna go over. And check. I, I don't know if pickles have a pulse, but
0: mm-hmm. uh, as you approach, uh, you see that her normal vibrant green rind is an icy blue.
6: Anna Susan No <laughs>
4: <laughs> She She might be cold. Oh. Can you can you warm her
6: up? Yeah. Um can soul warm her up? Yeah, I've I've probably kept soul uh, mostly in the pocket dimension just because it sucks Mm -hmm. right now. So I'll pop around and try and warm up uh, the pickle. (laughs) Okay.
0: So you you light the bard on fire or the bard's blanket or you just create like warmth next to the the pickle? Is that...
6: Yeah. uh... Okay. Oh, I'll ask to like break a tree apart and we'll make a big fire. Oh.
0: You hear the slight cracking of ice and you see one pickle shaped thumb kind of rise up from a bald fist giving you a thumbs up.
4: I'm gonna as they're preparing the fire, I'll start like I guess I'll just rub <laughs> rub the pickle and try to warm it up.
6: Ugh. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Susan. We shouldn't have brought you out here. This is too far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the pickle... It, it hasn't even just been... Tur- just opens its <laughs> eyes very slowly and looks up at you. It's like a corpse looking at you. The pickle... The cruel cumber, obviously from a southern climate and a plant creature, is not equipped to deal with these conditions. Um... It will probably
4: die. Probably die. Yeah, I'm. I'm hugging and uh, uh stroking the pickle as I warm it up with my body. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Chase is getting kind around
6: too with wings.
1: And just say, do you not think that this farce has lasted long enough?
3: Who did you go up to and say that to? You. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, I mean, uh, yeah, Anna told, told me to, uh, not say anything, though. I don't know why.
1: This form she seems to have chosen is apparently very fragile. Yeah, but you know she likes jokes, right? Like,
3: you know she, she's just getting a huge kick out of it.
1: gonna look at the pickle who does decidedly looks not like happy. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna kind of shrug and say, "It's up to you." She's your, your auntie.
3: Anna's the one that told me not to call her. Anna, can you come here for a second? Anna.
6: Yeah. I all these souls.
3: Stop! The... Stop rubbing the pickle with reset.
0: Wow. He you is. hear a, a racking cough come from susan pickleman when when phil says that it's obviously the cough of someone on their deathbed
3: <laughs> um estrange wants to just like you know stop the ruse
6: yeah maybe, maybe that's for the best i she seems seems like she's really in trouble I mean, I mean, Vulcan you know. told me to to take it as far as it would go before.
3: This is pretty far. Yeah. Um, Philo just kind of like scream out, like, "Hey, Auntie, stop being a pickle! We we all know, <laughs> everyone knows."
4: <laughs> uh, when when you scream out, I'm in the middle of rubbing the pickle with mayonnaise. Just just trying to feed it and warm it up
3: too much fan service. let's go um <laughs> I don't Angel, even we all know you're we all know you're not a pickle give us our five drop me back and go back to me and you
0: all right is this is this an intimidation or a persuasion
3: it's intimidation
0: okay give me an intimidation check hmm hmm you hear sort of a harumph come from the pickle? Uh, like a vampire rising from its coffin, uh, the pickle sits up covered (laughs) in frozen mayonnaise. Uh, it looks left and right, uh, at everyone assembled and says, uh, I thought I did everything right this time. I didn't use my name. I didn't look like myself. And if you guys could figure it out Then the Furies will 100% Figure it out
1: and I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna tell die for grandpa real you. you guys
0: Tell her what grandpa told you Did you know I cast basically A tenth circle of magic spell To save your life Like forbidden second edition magic That kind of stuff The fates They don't ignore that kind of stuff I'm a Marx woman. it's over for me I just wish I could have been there for you guys the whole way she kind of just stares at the night sky uh the look on her pickle face uh a cruel cumber that knows that the end is is coming
3: yeah tell her tell her what you said that grandpa said
6: all right Kyra <laughs> um I don't remember exactly what Vulcan said but uh, Anastasia will start uh, to relay uh, I guess the deal Vulcan made or he just said that the fates don't really care about what she did wait what I don't remember exactly what Vulcan told me
0: but said, Vulcan it. told me Susan Pickelman, that the Furies had come by looking for me
6: Has your father ever lied to you?
0: He's not Uh, capable of lying. He's a- he's a machine.
6: I'm just saying that Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You're
1: not the only one who likes pranks, it seems.
0: I've... I've spent... weeks... in this pickle costume with this terrible fake identity I tried being an actress I fell in love I I ruined three marriages I robbed a bank (laughs) you saying it was all just for nothing
1: it sounds like you have some new stories and songs
0: no no one will ever know of this Susan Pickleman dies on this mountain
3: Thank God, and uh, thanks for uh,
0: saving my life, Yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know, and it's not everybody that can use 10th level magics and get away with it, <clears throat> so guess the fates, uh, she kind of looks around nervously. We're taking the day off. Cause there's no way they would have let that one slide if they were paying attention.
6: No so way. do you, you have 10 kind back? of exciting though?
4: Are you going to change back or am I gonna to have to keep stroking you like this? <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I knew you I knew your strategy. <laughs> It's like like oh it's your set who kyra maybe gets a lot of heavy lesbian vibes off of but look at how well she strokes that giant pickle Ooh, she's getting the mayonnaise out yeah you almost had me you almost had me
5: almost this close
0: but the truth of the matter is this has been a costume the whole time uh and she reaches uh for her head she gives a violent uh twist uh you hear the cracking of bones and she pulls her head free you see a hideous spinal cord uh coming out of greenish whitish pickle meat uh a horrible green brown fluid sprays everywhere she lets out a horrifying scream uh and then throws the head at philippocles her headless body begins running around the campsite, spraying greenish-brown but sweet-dill-flavored blood everywhere. Can I try
3: really and help the head and dunk it at, uh,
0: Astraeus? Uh, yeah, you can definitely, uh, dunk Astraeus with your aunt's severed pickle head. Uh, give yeah, me an athletics check. Astraeus, athletics or, uh, acrobatics to avoid getting dunked with this disembodied head.
1: I am not built to avoid being dunked, Okay. but I do anyways.
0: Oh wow, all right. barely, I meant to miss you. (laughs) As you slam it into the ground instead, uh, it just explodes. Chunks of pickle, hair and pickle necklace go everywhere. Her eyes, which it turns out were black olives, uh, roll in the snow for a bit uh, before coming to rest looking up at Anastasia. a costume the body stumbles about and then finally tips over into the magically enhanced bonfire you watch as the pickle slowly but surely boils because it's mostly you know liquid at this point and explodes the night is quiet
2: that was very disturbing
4: Can you put up a tent now? Uh, you see a purple tent appear. <laughs> I'm gonna hug her. Alright. Well, you can't say that I didn't try
0: at least. Uh, like, you know, I listened to you guys. You guys said that, were, you know, using your own name was a dumb idea. So i, I just trying something new. Apparently... It just didn't work, that's all. You're just very good at uh insight checks, that's all. Cause without just, uh, game mechanics you guys never would have figured it out, right?
1: Absolutely. Sweet. Okay.
0: You wanna blend.
3: Mm. And like you know, blend in, not stick out.
0: Next mm-hmm. I was I mean I was like a I was like a third string actress in like a crappy like uh theater troupe. I felt like that was pretty pretty blend, right? If you
3: were like a third string actress, it's like a human or like a dwarf or something. <laughs> yeah, but
0: like not a pickle. No one no one around here's seen a, a walking pickle before. Look, cruel combers are a real thing, okay? It's a real thing. And they live on an island called Cucumber Island, and there are pickle-saurus rexes there. I swear to myself, it is a real place. They are a real thing.
4: Okay, Kyra, they're real. No, I, I am telling you, just d- like I'm not North making... Canadonia is real. Mm, that's tricky because
0: there are North Canadonian geese in the old wood.
4: Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, that's what you're saying. All right. Anyways, um, uh, okay. So this uh, this ram, um, there's two ways that you could approach this from a PR standpoint. Uh, one, you could go old school, trick it and destroy it uh, and then sacrifice it to one of the gods or something, you know, classic. Right. Um, The problem with that is nowadays, there are some, you know, diehards that are going to be like, Oh no, the Golden Ram, like the most goodly, just, and pure of all the legendary beasts. What villains would kill it and remove its powerful resurrection magics from the world? Blah, 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 blah. Um, So you'd probably like undo like a lot of like the pro-native stuff that you managed to get done with the centaurs so tricky right like gain the favor of like a god and the fleece or find some other way to get the fleece and gain more favor with the natives i obviously am a neutral party in all this so i just wanted to kind of put it out there for you
1: Hmm. i do not believe it is our place to kill this this creature
0: also Oh. reset like take take off those take off those
4: fucking sandals yeah Put put these on oh she, she's wearing a uh, reset branded uggs but they're they're just as bad yeah
0: as you take off your reset uggs uh there is at least uh 12 uh i guess they don't have ounces in um uh, thylea i don't know what like is it a milliliter canada what is it is it
1: What am I I working with here? I mean, an ounce is about 30
0: milliliters. Okay, so about about 360 milliliters of foot blood just kind of like sludges out of the boot as you kind of turn it upside down. Uh, A couple of nails, a few shards of glass,
4: um, an actual rat. Yeah. These aren't like the sandals from back home. Look, we got
0: to stand by the product, okay? I'm still trying to network. I've been in hiding though. Like nobody was taking me serious. Like when I was trying to like uh, recruit like gnome cobblers. I feel like there's some yeah. low-key racism against plant-based creatures. Anyways, oh. uh, these these are going to be the, the the big ticket item. Well, you remember how you would bounce off like pillars and walls and stuff like that. These let you just run on walls, sandals of spider climbing. Are they warm? Uh, I mean, they're not. I mean,
4: no. I mean, it's probably not the best time the, to give it. They're to probably you, but... better than what I was wearing. I yeah, probably. Them. Okay.
0: Sorry, ignore that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I will record in complete neutrality. Um, whatever decision you make, no judgment whatsoever. So if you want to be super bloodthirsty, terrible, like uh, your processes, I won't judge you at all.
4: No, no, we weren't planning on killing it anyway. Oh, okay.
3: Though so I was going to sacrifice it to you, to the god Kyra, because oh, wow. I Because I was hoping it would bring you back, but now that
0: you're back. You know <laughs> what, you know what legendary beast you could kill? You could kill the Golden Goose for me. I would definitely be okay with that. I don't think you're high enough in level for the Golden Goose, though. But let's put a pin in that one. Mm. Do you think right. it's worth trading it in a Golden Apple for its fleece? Oh, wow. See, this puts me in the advisement category, and I can't really do that, because, like, you know, rules and stuff. But... Uh, you probably just need the apple to get it to even show up in the first place honestly Okay, because guys I don't think we should give it the apple sing like pretty great look at how nice <laughs> the smell greener. is the, the smell is intoxicating Phil has been kind of fishing it out subconsciously like a five year old with those scented markers you know what I'm saying he's got like, like little gold flecks around his nostrils from like constantly sniffing the apple I mean, it's you thinking about that. You think about those ants on a log. I'll be honest. I know you are. I mean, you might try to play like you don't, like your dad's a goof, but mm, those little dates on the peanut butter on the apple. Mm, pretty good.
3: Sounds pretty good. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, Kyra well. sees the apple uh, and she kind of side eyes it. Like, mm, that was a rough time in my life. That was a real rough time. Oof. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, just let me float this this past you. What if, if I ever had to go incognito again? Like, i make a pretty good Cruel Cumber costume, but this time i further distance myself from myself by being a boy Cruel Cumber. I'm thinking pickless Cage.
3: name sounds
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm? Okay. I don't know how to reply to that. It might be best if you don't have to be incognito again. True,
0: true. I'll avoid uh, future uses of 10th level magic. Hmm. Alright, so... You guys finish up the night then? I really feel like Hypatia
3: would have called out the whole 10th level magic thing, but. Um... <laughs>
0: Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Um, Actually, she would probably have asked the DM first, is 10th level magic a thing? And then I would have been like, a long time ago, there was 10th level magic. Uh, It was banned by uh, the universe itself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Which would then probably make her super upset that Kyra's even pretending to have access to it, since it is uh, not available to the gods themselves either. So yeah, I guess there would be an outraged Hypontia scene uh, where you know she she might uh, might say some cruel things about the pickle costume uh, being fooled by her dad, and having the audacity to use tenth level magic uh, when we were all there and it was maybe second level at best. That sound about right. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Okay,
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
0: all right uh with magic tents uh, the accommodations are quite nice um, yeah uh, you guys are warm and toasty uh, and the night passes without uh, without any problems in the morning they're gummy bear pancakes uh, with extra syrup really good. All right. you finish the rest of it but breakfast is great you finish the rest of your journey and arrive at the frozen river. Uh let's see. Guess I'll take you guys over there. <laughs> might be easier just to drag everybody out. I didn't know if you'd follow through on this one or not. Here we go. Can never tell with players what they're actually going to do. all right so you guys are approaching from like the southeast so let me start dragging y'all out and you can drag out your uh 400 different pokemon
5: if anybody has a this. suggestion
0: for some frosty music uh go ahead and put it into the jukebox
4: Do I use Groovy too? Uh,
0: no, you could uh, end this one if you wanted to and start up uh, Frosty Music. All right. So, uh, well, let's talk about what you see. Um, more of the same... Uh, But you do finally come into sight of the quote-unquote river, which, let's be honest, is like maybe a stream at best. Um, The whole thing is frozen over, uh, but there is a slow current beneath the ice. Alright. What will you do?
4: Well... How do we lure it
6: out again? Golden I apples. Ask. Oh, pull out my notebook. Yeah. Uh, it loves golden apples.
3: We're not giving it it, right? So then see it.
6: I suppose I don't see any rams, so.
2: Current. You're not getting too attached to that, are you, please? I just, uh, I just like it. Uh...
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he says with his gold-rimmed nostrils. We could always get let somebody more? else
2: hold that for a moment.
0: <laughs> I I do have to ask. It is an attunable item. Have you attuned to it? That during the time that you've had it, it's been like four or five days though.
3: I mean I guess I would've, yeah. I'm kind of disliked it a lot. Do yeah. you have the plot? <laughs> oh.
0: Maybe. Alright. Yeah, let's it's see. It's not one of
2: those fun cursed items, is it?
0: It's a little a little curse. Um not not the end of the world. Um I think we talked about it before, but I'll, I'll, refresh everybody's memories. If, uh, okay. I'll let you think about it real hard. Roll 20 compendium. And I will just go and look in the book. I know that you're working real hard to help half the people on the planet play Dodgers the Dragons. So we're going to excuse any of your bad behavior right now. So, Oh, look at that. It, it popped up the information. Um, Yeah, this is a wondrous item. It requires attunement. It is an apple wrought from solid gold. So beautiful that they inspire immense greed in anyone who sees them. Uh, On a turn, the owner of a golden apple may use an action to throw it. Everyone within a 30-foot radius of where the apple lands must make a DC 18 wisdom saving throw on a failure. They must use their next turn to move towards the apple and attempt to take it for themselves. The saving throw is repeated on each turn if no one has possession of the apple. Uh, No other activities are possible While wanting the golden apple Once the creature has taken possession of the apple They will spend the next day jealously guarding it Weaker creatures such as bandits or goatlings May attempt to run away and hide it from others So this is an extremely dangerous item Um, It's like the one ring on crack And uh, being a great father uh, Pythor gave it to his son
2: (laughs) Oh, great. The one guy we can't take it from by force. That's
3: <laughs> like
0: it, alright? Stop asking about it.
2: Kyra oh, just kind of sighs. Yeah, Kyra sort
0: of sighs looking at the apple like, ah, uh, golden apple. Can't believe that fat bastard was holding out on me. Well, yeah, how else good.
4: should we lure the ram then? Phil, um, maybe you could yell at it.
3: Yeah, I was just going to call for it. Uh, do you want to go up to the river and see if... Uh... Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, you guys could freely explore the map. Uh, Phil, go ahead and give me a perception check. Uh, Astraeus, give me a perception check as well as you were second on the scene there. Okay, uh, Phil, you notice a glint of gold. At first, you're worried that it's the ram come to steal your apple, but then you remember it is your apple. Um, Astraus, uh, you see that some of the ice... Uh, right around uh, right around here is broken up a bit. That is the sort of thing that uh, strong creatures do when they want to take a drink from a frozen river.
1: I will point that out to everybody that there's a crack in the ice over there. Possibly because he was drinking.
6: I'll fly up a little bit and I'll tell everyone about this little... uh... Small grouping of trees.
0: Okay, yeah, there is a copse, uh, there's a little copse of pine trees over there uh, that kind of lead out into a a bigger forest uh, off the map a bit.
1: How solid is this river? Like, if I start poking it with a button, the
0: river looks to be about a foot thick of ice. So whatever smashed through the ice uh must have been incredibly strong.
1: Okay. Oh, I'm going to cross
2: over. Per- oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Should I send parrots to do a perimeter search, to try to fluke for this thing.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh I'm going to have him do a cacaw like uh the Seth's Creed Odyssey flyover.
5: Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh let's see things of interest uh, there are some arctic foxes uh a ways off uh going about their business um the forest itself there are some wolves uh up in there uh there may or may not be some yetis um south and west of your location um but as far as a big ass golden ram uh, peritos is not seeing anything
2: Gotcha.
6: could be hiding in what was that word again hypatia
0: uh the ethereal plane
6: yeah that's the one everyone step to the left might be able to see it but
0: remember what i said in my 3 hour lecture and the follow up 2 hour lecture uh like 2 <laughs> nights ago um they can see you from the ethereal plane the Ethereal Plane is the Realm of Spirits, right? Do we know the- does the ram have a name, or is it just Golden Ram? Ooh, she looks a bit like flummoxed by that question. Mm. I- uh... I didn't actually see any
6: record of a name. Yeah, Anastasia will confirm that and just kind of talk over what the, the notes they got. I know. I mean, name?
0: I like, do do animals normally have names? You would know, know this, right, Anastasia? Because you talk to animals.
6: Yeah, not normally. he has got to be a little bit. Random legend. Yeah.
2: of you know celestial it's supposed oh. to be a creature for good Phil, yeah, I...
0: you do you do you do feel maybe the hints of a hot breath on your neck heavier than your sisters
3: i'm gonna just say in uh celestial um
6: she speaks celestial great team.
3: ram of legend please provide us an audience
0: hmm mm. all right go ahead and give me a persuasion check damn i should have said demanded not. wow everybody speaks celestial
3: i mean i took celestial because i'm like kind of like part deity i don't know
0: With a giggle that I could never recreate, uh, Hypatia giggles and uh, says that, uh, well, if it makes you feel better, I don't speak Celestial.
2: Nor do I.
0: Okay. Um, As you say that, you think you hear sort of a... Meh. Phil, I'll be honest. Right now, you are surrounded. If the chosen, the Oracle wanted to, they could try to take your apple.
3: Phil trusts the chosen.
0: Okay, fair oh, enough. It's just a fleeting thought. Just a fleeting thought. Just a fleeting thought. Not his
5: apple.
3: Okay. us <laughs> You're always talking to gods and Why don't you talk to it? I think feels kind of like he's like shaking
4: like it is cold out it is cold out and he's wearing nothing
3: yeah no he put on his bigger loincloth
4: oh okay fair enough
1: don't you have like half plate now or something
3: no a breastplate
1: oh <laughs> um
3: it's really freeze freeze the dip <laughs>
1: Um, Astraeus is just going to try and call out. Hopefully in a bit smoother uh, tone than uh, than Philip, I will ask the uh, the golden ram if it may reveal itself so that we, the chosen of the oracle, uh, can have an audience with it. We have heard tales of your greatness and have been told that your blessing can mean the difference between success or failure on a grand quest. We seek this blessing.
0: Mm. Okay, okay. Those are some honey words. Alright, give me a persuasion check. With advantage.
5: Yay.
1: Um, and because it's a Celestial, I add two to this. Oh, Nice. Um,
0: So that being 18. All right. Uh, There is a shimmer, and then the sun alights on the brilliant hide of a golden ram. It's pretty big.
2: Oh, my.
1: Yeah, that's really gold and really big.
2: In
0: Celestial, it replies. uh, uh, you are the chosen, like in the songs.
1: Yes, that we are.
0: Uh, as Philippocles approaches, you see its eyes go wide, and its nostrils begin flaring. Uh, there is hungry sounds coming from it. It begins to paw at the snow and ice, Uh not aggressively, but maybe overly excited. Like when your dog knows you got the good treats and might kill you for it if you don't follow through. Like that kind of thing.
1: A little kind of back
0: up then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, I see you you've, you've uh, seen seen our offering. Mm. Most seek me
0: out for resurrections. But, all of you seem to be fine.
6: Does that happen often?
0: You would be surprised what grief does to people. Uh, meanwhile, Kyra is translating for Hypatia, but like, really bad, like, like Chinese kung-fu dub. (laughs) He says, give me the apple or you will taste eggplant pie in your butthole.
3: Phil, he said he backs
1: up (laughs) even more. We have not come for resurrection. We have come to ask of you the boon of your fleece.
0: If I give you my fleece, I'll have to go south.
6: Yeah, it's really cold up here. Mm.
0: I like it up here. My fleece keeps me nice and warm.
1: Surely there must be something that you desire. (laughs) A strength.
0: (laughs) You see the creature just eyeing Flippically as it's like a long shoelace of drool kind of hanging from its mouth. (laughs) Perhaps there is. Normally I would require a quest. But I know from the stories, you're already on one. I should be flattered that you came to see me before Telemach.
1: As I said, we were told that your blessing can mean the difference between success or failure on a grand quest.
0: I doubt that taking my fleece with you to Telemach will help.
1: Telemachus but a step on a much longer quest.
0: Yeah, it's super distracted. It just keeps looking over at Philippocles and, like, kind of letting out
1: low, bleeding
0: grunts.
1: (laughs) Well, Astraeus actually turns to motion at Philippocles, who he thought was about ten feet behind him. And now sees that Philippocles is like standing in the middle of the river and he's just like, uh... and looks at Anastasia, concerned... This is not going according to plan.
6: <laughs> no, um, tell
3: him how his fleece will help us.
1: I mean, <laughs> we we know that this fleece can be used by Vulcan.
4: We the heard stories. Kind of that... its
0: eyes. You'll make shoes out of me.
4: Not out of you. But we heard stories that you enjoy wrestling. Ah, I do. Uh, Philippocles is a great wrestler. It looks over at
0: Philippocles hungrily.
1: Perhaps a wager?
0: A wager? What is the wager?
4: A wrestling match. If Phil bests you, you give us the fleece. Uh, It lets out a low sort
0: of chuffing, like bleeding sound uh, that is probably laughter. It says, um i am a beast of legend not like that pig you fought i possess true magics i would feel terrible if i were to kill the son of pythor
4: well this would be a wrestling match not one with magic
0: It sort of just looks at you and is like, I am magic. (laughs) How about this? I have not had a golden apple in a long time, and it would help me to grow a new fleece. I can smell one. It lured me here.
6: Phil, I told you this you... thing.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> Phil, this thing you tra- is incredibly tra- fast. Trade me the apple and we will
4: spar. Sounds That's, fair enough. That sounds like a great deal, Phil. What?
0: It would be an honor to fight against the great chosen of the oracle and a treat to know that my days will be spent on the peaceful southern beaches no heroes beseeching my aid for word will spread that you have my fleece how about uh it feels kind of like really audible (laughs) like yeah like shouting across the river how about we all spar
3: and uh if we win You just give us the fleece, and if you win, you can have the apple. And keep my fleece.
4: That doesn't Hmm. sound like a great deal, Phil. What
3: do you mean? That sounds like... What should happen if I kill one of you? I mean, you can
1: resurrect? Hmm. What if you you kill me? We wouldn't do that. Phil, why, why don't we just trade the
0: apple? You say that, but I recognize that one over there. She used to hang out with the murder hobos. <laughs> uh, Kyra kind of stumbles for a second and then says, "Uh, and then he said, uh, I'm big, stupid goat. I'm not even Ram. Me so dumb. <clears throat> And everyone assembled who doesn't speak Celestial is like nodding like, Oh, okay, that's what happened.
2: All right. Oh, come on. You can't add a character backup every time somebody measures. <laughs> I see uh, your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will take
0: this challenge. I would Here, fire. let us swear an oath. I will resurrect any who die in battle against me, and you, uh, cannot slay me. Deal. Uh, I swear the oath. <laughs> if everyone's in agreement. <laughs> I am a mm, yes celestial sir. being and I have the ability to quantify my life force in a percentage way. When I reach a certain point, if that happens, it sort of chuffs into its own uh, wool, uh, pridefully. Uh, I will yield. If you continue to strike me after I yield, may you be damned by the fates and the gods and every beast and bird and fish. That's fair, uh, but no plainer
3: travel because uh, that's beyond ours. We must keep this here.
0: Where it's
5: Hmm.
0: fair. Being able to shift between worlds is what makes me who I am. That would be like saying you have to fight with a bow.
3: I may be able to do that someday, but... I'm just saying it's kind of...
0: Let us just come as we are. I will not flee. I will fight until all are defeated. Or... Until... You have
3: wounded me sufficiently. Uh, Phil kind of looks at everyone,
0: uh, literally right. walking back forward. Kyra actually translates correctly, and Hypatia immediately. She and her like snakes look over to Phil to make sure he's not agreeing to some oath without her uh, uh, having a say in it. All the snakes give give you the "we're watching you" look.
2: I still don't understand why you will the, the apple. Uh,
1: Ashtrayus is gonna fall to his knees, and, uh, and begin a prayer to Mitros.
0: Okay.
3: I'm gonna ready a rage for when the contest starts.
0: Okay.
6: How about you just give him the apple, and he gives us the fleece, and everyone... It's just a
3: friendly sparring match, this is... Can
6: I cast a suggestion on Phil?
0: (laughs) Uh, I mean... That's... That's, That's kind of PvP. I know. Yeah, it's pretty PvP, but so it's also super addictive when you start mind-controlling your teammates. I'm going to oh. ask you, Anastasia. Do you want to make me give up
3: this apple?
6: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you'll be fine as soon as the apple's not in your possession. <laughs> I,
1: I thought that was the point, Please, When you brought it to us, you said that it was because you had heard that we could use it in our dealings with the ram, and now you seem different.
3: I've had some time with it
0: please Phil <laughs> please
1: can I persuade him <laughs>
0: I don't know uh I mean you could I mean you guys could take this thing maybe for CR it says
4: question mark I mean we won't die Hopefully. at least yeah, but like, yo, because... <laughs> you can to revive me
2: you could lose everything just because Phil doesn't want to give up the apple.
4: Well no, we lose we lose the apple if we lose.
2: You also don't get the fleece.
4: Yeah, but do we really need the fleece? I
2: guess not. I was just happy to have a <laughs> friendly
6: conversation with it. Also, well
4: I, I mean it, this is better Relations than a sex battle to death you know i mean it's
0: win win for this thing if it, if if you just agree to trade uh it'll it, you know it came to the conclusion oh yeah you guys are semi famous people will hear that you took my fleece then nobody will bother me until it grows back um which you know, if anybody's been in a very, you know, very important position where they get a lot of questions all the time, but people always asking for help, you know, maybe you could relate to how this poor ram feels with people always coming at him for help and pulling them in every direction, you know, always wanting help from Uh Anyways, um, yeah, so like they just go to the beaches and hang out until uh, the new fleece uh, grows in and everything's cool. Maybe he'll look you guys up later if he needs help with something, you know, like uh, he's networking right now. Yeah, maybe we'll look at uh, up later. And, and if you guys have a fight that he gets to go, you know, he gets gets a little famous because he got to fight the chosen. So either he either kills them or he was bested by them like uh, like an OG beast of legend. But he doesn't have to die like an OG beast of legend. So I mean, he kind of feels like he's negotiated this conversation rather well. Uh, and he definitely understands where Phil's coming from, because he feels the same way about that Apple Phil. There's three people here right now. Well, there's three <laughs> creatures here right now that would maybe fight to the death of this. If, uh, if, if oaths were not sworn, etc.,
1: etc. I mean, the way Astralis looks at it is, if, if we do, I mean, the trade would be preferable. But the fight, because it would be a, you know, non- one side kill the other fight he's okay with that too because if we do win that's yet another thing we can use to add to our fame Mm. as opposed to just they traded uh (laughs) yeah sure that's also a win part of it i suppose (laughs) for phil for phil i mean did Uh, you hear what it does it's not like this thing's useless
2: Okay, pretty you have... incri-
1: it's pretty incredible.
2: Yes, but in order to use at, it, you would have point, to throw it. And let's face yeah, it, you say... would never do that.
1: At this point, you need to will save to even use it. <laughs> I don't
2: know about that. I mean, if, uh,
5: if
0: no, my, he, every, he all is my allies, if were he, dying, if, he an, if he used a if he used a a thing, um, his assuming slot, he technically has enough sen- you know sense of ownership that he could use an action to throw it. <laughs>
1: right well anyways okay. uh should we do a quick vote
0: i mean technically we're at time so you could spend a week weighing the pros and cons and also decide if since you already climbed all this way up into the mountains you could just go to Telabok uh from here and not have to climb all the way down the mountains and then all the way back up the mountains again
1: i mean was well, the plan yeah yeah, yeah, whenever we're done with this, I think we're going directly to telemox
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Alright. Fair enough. Uh, I'll let you guys hash it out. Uh, it is a very <laughs> tricksy item uh, to to have in your possession. Um, some might argue that getting rid of the item, period, uh, would be probably beneficial.
1: But... Yeah. Like I said, I feel a trade would be the most beneficial. <laughs> I
3: feel like the most benefit <laughs> technically would be getting the fleece and keeping the apple.
4: Alright, well we got in two weeks, right? And then Oh yeah, the that's right. Patia yeah, as take, well.
0: Yeah. We're taking next week off. So two weeks from now, um one way or the other, you'll resolve your encounter with the Ram. And then begin your journey to
5: Telemach and the third trial. Sounds good.